This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. George Washington Gale Ferris Jr. An obscure name, but his invention is a household one the rotating cylindrical amusement known as the Ferris Wheel. A civil engineer by trade who dreamed of an attraction that would tower over Gustav Eiffel's similarly eponymous Eiffel Tower, Ferris assembled enough investors to debut his invention at the 1893 World's Fair in the Chicago neighborhood of Lincoln Park. Not to be confused with the band, Lincoln Park is one of the oldest and most well-known sections of the Windy City, and the Ferris Wheel became one of its most well-known sons as did another Lincoln Park institution founded over 80 years later, a sandwich shop that originated within an antique store. In 1977, the owner of said store, Peter Hastings, in a bid to boost his retail business, had the idea to serve sandwiches toasted in an antique stove as a way to entice and entrance customers. But the sandwiches proved more popular than his antique wares. Drawing crowds lined up to nibble on his warm-filled rolls, and in 1997, Entrepreneur Brian Kyle purchased the concept, growing the single location into a chain, though keeping the antique stoves as a signature trait. Today, with nearly 500 locations, this sub shop that boasts a secret menu that rivals SoCal's beloved In N Out, and that anomalously serves both Coca Cola and Pepsi, has proved to have a fantastical following in the Second City and beyond. George Washington Gale Ferris Jr. died in obscurity of typhoid just two years after his wheel's spectacular debut impoverished due to litigation over its profits. But today, Lincoln Park's own Ferris wheel remains in the public consciousness, along with its sandwich shop neighbor named for another antiquated invention, the Potbelly Stove. This week on Doughboys, Potbelly Sandwich Shop. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, piece of shit with a beard, the spoon man, Mike Mitchell. Oh, wow. Okay. So you give me crap about not digging deep for the drops. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go low effort with these. That was courtesy, just to mix it up, that was courtesy of Scott Kyler, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Sometimes uh, being uncreative is the most creative choice you can make. Hmm. Really? <laughs> Scott Dyler, I'm going to fucking kill you. Uh, it's Kyler, but I probably shouldn't have corrected you with your threat of murder. I, I said Scott Dyler. He's going to die. Oh, you're cha- you changed it to Scott Dyler, a pun on his name. That's more, that's more effort than he put into his roast. I, make, I, make, I, make, I made a pun for you. You love puns. You're the pun I do man. love puns. You could, one could say I'm a, I'm a regular pundit. I think they're a lot of pun. Oh, God. You know, I drove down the other day to give you some show documents. That's right. And we surprised you with a little caravan the, the for your birthday. The script for this week's show. The, pr- the, print, the printed out script. 
See, Wags accuses me of not doing a lot of work, but I write up the show script every week. It's true. 90 minutes. So that's, you know, for those, for for you plebs who don't know, (laughs) one minute is one page of script, correct, Wags? the The rule of Hollywood. The rule of Hollywood. You learn in Robert McKee's story, a page a minute. What did you think of story? I didn't read it. Wags, did you read Truth and Comedy? I did read Sharna Halpern's Truth and Comedy. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> I saw her yesterday. Sorry, sorry to chime in. I saw her yesterday. Wow. Okay, I'm leaving. Wow. I'm leaving. Wow. I'm leaving. So I'm leaving. Exciting. I'm sorry. Wow, Charna. Wow, we gotta get. Well, we gotta revisit this Charna sighting. <laughs> Um, she's walking her dogs. Okay, sorry. Wow, <laughs> Sharna Halpern. If you're not familiar, uh, very uh, well known in the Im- and controversial in in the improv comedy scene. How about Save the Cat, Wags? I did read Save the Cat, or I read most of Save the Cat. I read that right before um, I got Wally and Irma. Mm. <laughs> Took the wrong lesson from that book. It's not meant to be literal. I think it was a good le- lesson. Uh, Nick, here's some news. My local Wendy's is shutting down for three months. Oh, my goodness. That's a real shame. My local Wendy's on Vermont. I went last night. Is it because they know you're going out of town? <laughs> it's, it's keeping us afloat. I was about to say to you that it's time to go back to Quincy because of this. There's no reason to stay. <laughs> there's no reason to stick around. Um. I got so I, I pulled up to the window last night, and she said, "Just to let you know, this location is shutting down. Where it's being renovated, so it's going to be shut down for three months." Wow! And I said, "Oh man, thank you so much. I mean, thank you for letting me know." <laughs> like uh, I also was kind of mad because, like, did you say that because I'm like you see me here all the time? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I was also, of course, worried for that. Hopefully, she still has a a a, a job somewhere else. But I ordered uh, my number six wags, and this is what I want to talk about quickly. Yeah, no tomato on it, and Ooh. that new spicy chicken sandwich. I think is going to cause a lot of mistakes of no tomato. And look, also oh, Wendy's has the you, bad tomatoes yes. too. This is, this is so just to explain. There's this the the classic spicy uh, chicken sandwich, and there's also now a spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um, and that is actually a less like a like a a a budget version of the sandwich that has fewer components, wow, and yeah. the the naming is just so similar, and it's hard to you, you don't even know you don't like you know okay here's an obvious example cheeseburger double cheeseburger I know the double cheeseburger is the upgraded one spicy mm. chicken sandwich spicy crispy chicken sandwich which is the upgraded version they sound lateral it's it's they they sound like synonyms. Well, I ordered a number six, which is is the one that should come with the tomato. But then I'm saying for the people who are making it in the restaurant. Yes. How confusing is that? It's, a, it's confusing it's a spice, for everyone. It's confusing. They're going to yeah. fuck it up. It's, I agree. Like, it's no, no doubt a fuck up. Anyways, I'm fucking pissed off. Yes. That's a that's Wendy's corporate's issue. I I, I agree. It's, it's confusing. Anyways, howdy ho to Spoon Nation. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a little drop, Wags. I feel like sometimes you tighten up too much on me, Weiger. Um, I think Nick's mad at me. I'm in a sour mood. Wait, but I felt like I was being, like, gaslighted. And you get mad at me for being lazy. Yeah. Uh, but I'm right to be. 
I just need your help. Hey, Weiger. Yeah. I need you to accept my apology. Great, I accept yeah, your apology, bitch. It's fine. I love you, Nick. Wow. Wow. A nice one. Very kind sweet. Of. Hey, all, long time, first time, I made the drop about you guys being nice to each other, sort of. I've been with you all from pretty much, I've been with you all, all ah, Jesus. I've been with you all from pretty much the beginning and love how you've weathered the ups and downs. Nothing to plug. Thanks. Simon, just call me that. No last name, please. What the fuck are you hiding? Okay, I made a lovely drop. I don't need to go after him. The fuck is Simon? Hmm. Interesting. Thanks, Simon. That was a good one. That was a nice one. I feel emotional now. You want to call him Diamond and threaten his life? <laughs> no, I like him. I like him good. more than the other guy. It's he was people good. have reasons they don't want you to give their last name. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Why would anyone want to be associated with the show? <laughs> Speaking of which, let's introduce our guest. Uh. <laughs> We're thrilled to have him, a pro wrestler for All Elite Wrestling and host of the Art of Wrestling podcast. You can see him Wednesday nights on AEW Dynamite on TNT. Colt Cabana is here. Hi, Colt. Wow. Hello, gentlemen. Good to see you. A, tr- a treat to have you. The- Colt, this is, this is, uh, this is maybe going to be strange for you to hear. Because of the circumstances of quarantine and our, our last Doughboys, perhaps last ever Doughboys tour dates, we did a show in Salt Lake City. Uh, that you yeah. attended, and we we kind of uh, 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 semi hung out briefly afterwards. You were one of the, and then and then out, that was in March, and then basically we we did another show in Denver, and then came back and immediately uh, uh, Southern California went into lockdown. You were one of the last people I had any sort of IRL hang with. You were you were one of the per- the last people I saw and to have and had like some sort of interpersonal interaction wow. with. Weiger, I love how. You know, it's so meaningful to you, yet has no meaning to me. Uh, <laughs> but that's very kind of you to say. Colt, because of that, you've your the the power rankings of Weiger's friends, you're like second, I think, right. after Yeah. You're after just behind me. you song. Oh, you song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got bumped, Mitch. The hell? Um, <laughs> It was a pleasure to meet you guys in, in Utah. It was my first time in Utah, so that was an experience for me. It was also my first time seeing you guys live, so that was an experience for me and getting to hang out. Um, and yeah, and and also that was like we wrestled the next night in this like uh, I don't know in front of like three thousand amazing crazy fans, and like it was like one of my first singles matches for AEW, and the crowd was going crazy for me, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a great start to AEW and wrestling in in like in arenas every week. This is the best. And then <laughs> three days later, <laughs> man. Yeah, we, 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 that, that show, we were, we had a meet and greet that show, Nick, do you remember? And we were just, yeah. and the news had come out and we were like shaking people's hands. And then between shaking hands, we were using, uh, God, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Why did I forget hand sanitizer? The thing I have to use every day now. I remember that night. Cause I was one of the last matches I, Oh, after, after the show, we all went out afterwards, like in the ring. And then I stayed around because I'm a big baby face. So I was like shaking hands and high-fiving and taking selfies and grabbing people. There was so much touching going on. And that was like March <laughs> 7th. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's when I realized the something. All right. <laughs> so thank Weiger, you, Colt. Seamless. <laughs> so Weiger just left. Weiger went out. He he went out. So he first of all, he said to Colt and I, he said, "Someone's in my apartment." Yes. And then he walked off, and he turned his video off. And Colt and I didn't really understand what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> nope. And so we were like, is he, is there, and Colt said an intruder when he was leaving? And I said, I don't know. Possibly. We didn't know what you were doing, Wagger. And you turn, why did you turn the video camera off? Uh, I didn't give you enough context. So earlier, before we started recording, I said they were testing the fire alarm in our apartment building. And uh, which is not great timing, given that we're recording today. Uh, but the but someone I didn't realize someone had to come physically into our apartment and like look at all the and inspect all the alarms. So that's what wow. happened. Someone like knocked on our door and then came inside, and I had to go. Take wow! Care of hey, your first guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get pushed down to third now. <laughs> So yeah, we had a little we had a little stop down, a little interruption, but we'll 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 get back into it. I I did want to d- ask about one thing that I noticed before we started recording. Uh, Colt, you were wearing a Bucky's shirt. Yeah. I've only been to Bucky's once. Wow. But what is your what is your relationship with Bucky's? As someone, I, I guess you're you're on the road a lot. You must have stopped out and stopped at a few of them. Well, I mean, before the world fell apart, I was on. I was literally doing 200 days a year on the road for. Wow. Probably the last 17 years or 18 years. I've been wrestling wow. for 21 years now, but it, you know, picked up whatever when I was 22 or something. Um, and so, yeah. So uh, all I know is San Antonio, Austin and Dallas, I believe someone showed me a Bucky's I, it was maybe three years ago. First time I ever went. And it's like heaven. Yeah. Heaven. And I, I've never bought. First of all, I'm a very cheap man. So cheap! I was so excited that you were paying for my meal today. <laughs> There's the, oh. che- the cheap the cheap sound goes off. <laughs> the Doughboy's cheap meters is, is 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 the alarm is going off. That's my uh, my fire alarm. I'm sorry. They're testing it out. Was this man really fixing your fire alarm? <laughs> um, uh, Natalie was like, uh, "Nick, this is the fire alarm guy." Uh, <laughs> Nick, you know, you know what I think is happening? What? I think Beavis is loose in your apartment complex. Oh, boy, that would explain it. He likes starting fires. Oh, <laughs> well, that took me a second. <laughs> but very well done, Mitch. Very well done. <laughs> that drive from, because we did it for a Doughboys tour. We did it in three days, and I'm sure you've done it countless times. But the the uh, I forget where, where you start, but the Austin to to Houston to Dallas, I think, was our leg. That is a long, flat, dull drive. And Bucky's I think you got it right. Of, I, think, I think you got it right there, Nick. I think that's I, I think that was the route. But Bucky's is like is like an oasis when you're on that highway for so long. Is that where you tried? It was on that was on that road trip, Nick. I believe so. I believe we were mm. at we. That, I believe that's where we went to the Bucky's. It might have been on our subsequent Texas date. It's like when people ask, it's like, what's Bucky's? It's like, mm, if you can mix 7-Eleven with Six Flags Great America, that's what it is. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, we, it really we, is. And I'm I'm a guy who loves, like, fake healthy snack food. And so, like, there's just so many options and so much there. And, uh, and there's, like, weird, like, fake Costco samples you could get. Obviously, now and not now times, that's not going to be a thing. But... Right. And they're handing stuff out. You know, I'm getting full before I'm even done picking my stuff out. Wow. Wow. 
This is this is something that we so didn't take a bit because we we went and then we just treated it as if it was a, a fucking stop. gas station stop. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, we didn't we didn't re- and then people have tweeted at us about Bucky's since then. But the fact that you were on the road that much because last year we were on the road a lot for yes. us and and it's the most chaos. Your life is chaos. It's rough. How, how yeah? How do you how how do you eat? How do you even eat in a situation like that? Do you, how do you, how do you how do you eat healthy? How do you eat at all? I mean, you're 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 a person who obviously can't eat like we do on, on these on these tours, but you're also burning a bunch of calories, so maybe you do. I don't know. But also, I'm like a fat kid who just started working out a lot, so like I only eat to like try not to be fat as possible, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. And like, that's also why I go, why I go to the gym. So I try to eat healthy, but also like, I'm not the greatest dieter, but I do know how to diet. And I do know like not to eat whatever Oreos every day on the road. Uh, yeah. Although, wow, what a life that would be. Oh yeah. God, it's the best. <laughs> I think we, when we, when we get our rental, like our rental van, we always put uh, Oreos in the center console. We open up the bag. <laughs> the, the best just loose. The best scam is like these. I don't know if you guys know those like Lenny and Larry cookies or whatever. The protein mm. cookies. Yes, oh, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Where they're like all the wrestlers like originally started just like eating these all the time. And then like a study came out being like, oh, these are worse for you than all of the cookies ever. They just happen to have <laughs> protein in it. <laughs> That's because I my the gym I used to be a member of uh, last 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 place I lived had those like you could just buy them up front with like sports drinks like it was like healthy. That's crazy that they just are, have no nutritional value. I mean, they do. They have protein, but also That's all it. of the sugar and all of the carbs. And have I stopped eating them? Of course I haven't. I always <laughs> indulge and tell myself <laughs> they are a healthy protein snack. <laughs> <laughs> are you a? Are you a? As far as sweet tooth goes, do you go? You go for cookies? Is that your confection of choice? Yeah, I like it. I mean, well, I'm a very picky eater, but I mm. do. Yeah, I, I I have some rules with my dessert, um, but I do like I guess sugars would be my thing, which would be cookies. Right. Um, rules are don't in my desserts don't put fruit in them, don't put nuts in them, don't put wow. mint in them. Wow. Wow. But I like I like all of that stuff separately. But don't mix it with my chocolate and vanilla and caramel and whatnot. So just kind of straight up, if you get you if you get a ch- shake, just a chocolate or vanilla vanilla shake. Right? There goes the cheap alarm. <laughs> Colt, is this a cheap thing? You don't like to add the nuts because it's more oh, money? Why, why are you calling me out on it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like guacamole at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that it, it must be adding in the fact that you're a picky eater, which I did not know. That adds that must add to the fact that it's very hard to eat on the road because I feel like yeah. you've got to be a little bit not picky at all. But I know what I like. And usually like mm. there is stuff I like. I, I mean, grilled chicken is everywhere. And it's interesting. You were talking about the Wendy's chicken sandwich where I, they have a really good one because you can get their grilled chicken sandwich. It's just a good hunk of grilled chicken, a tomato and honey mustard. And I think mm. maybe a slab of lettuce. And like in my head, that's pretty healthy. Yeah. But then the crispy one. So in my head, uh, the regular the regular chicken sandwich is the upgrade as opposed to the crispy because the crispy will always just be the cheap deep fried option. Well, Cor- yes. correct or I, incorrect. Nick and I we both love the spicy chicken yeah. sandwich. And as far as as far as chicken patties go, I think it's 
I think it's perfect because it's not yeah. too it's not too thick and it's not too thin. It's kind of right in the 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 perfect area of it's it's kind of juicy but not too juicy. We're at a fast food restaurant where you don't you don't want it to be juicy. You don't want to taste right. those juices. Basically, is that a grilled one? No, the spicy chicken is is a is a fried patty. Oh, and it's, and it's in, encrusted in like the yeah yeah. Then it's all shit. Sorry about that. Oh yeah, no, it's bad. <laughs> the one, the one you're talking about though, which I have had before, is pretty. The the grilled chicken sandwich with the honey mustard is decent. And Wendy's, Wendy's also is the sort of place where, if it's McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King, I want the grilled chicken from Wendy's. It does still have that thing of like, oh, like they can kind of do real food. I would choose like, the Wendy's grilled chicken as as a protein wrestler boy. That's yeah. the one I'm choosing every time. I think. Nick, Nick, and I talked about this one when we, when we were eating no carbs. In and Out obviously is great, but then Wendy's, as far as the fast food chains, that was that also that yeah. their their protein their protein burger is is decent. They'll give you they'll give you a good lettuce wrap and they'll give it to you in that you know that uh, baked potato container, so it's, yeah. it's easy to eat. And it, and it, it's that sort of thing of like oh like, and I think that just speaks to Wendy's the the quality of their of their meat and poultry is just better than. Right. McDonald's and Burger King. For a while when I was going heavy no carbs, I remember the scam was you could go to McDonald's and just ask for grilled chicken patties and like it would vary. So like some would just give like some would give you to for like a dollar in those baked potato things and you get like four of them and then you're set on the road. But then some others would like charge you like three ninety nine for just a patty. It was kind of a hit or miss. But if you can get the dollar McDonald's patty place, it was a good on the road uh, chicken wow. option. That's great. Uh, what what else? I know a lot of, or I've heard a lot of wrestlers like Chipotle because you can just get like a like a big bowl there for for not too much. But what what else are your go tos on the road? Uh, you know, when you said that, uh, Jimmy John's has the Unwitch, which I really enjoy. Mm, I like yeah. their lettuce wrap, I guess, <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I hate it all. I wish it was just all whoppers. I wish. Right. What a life that could be. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Chipotle, you just get your kind of proteins. And I I don't like uh, I, I don't like beans and I don't want rice because of the carbs and I don't want the wow. I don't want the tortillas because of the carbs. Um, and actually, the rice is I don't know. I was thinking about this today because you guys were talking about Ribera a couple episodes back. That's right. And I remember the first time ever, I never ate rice. I didn't understand if why it was good or what the point of it was. And then when I went to Japan, Japan and wrestled there for the first time in 2005, everyone was just eating rice and like everyone seemed healthy. And I was like, oh, I guess when in Japan. And so I started like eating gobs of rice and then I came home and bought a rice cooker and just started like making so much rice, not realizing like you can't be eating like pails of rice every day. Right. <laughs> I mean, I Mitch uh, can, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I get pails. I put, I put, I put, I put the pail around my neck and eat it like a, like a <laughs> horse. A feed. <laughs> a feed. Uh, rice might be my favorite of the. You, you, you talk about kind of your classic starches, and I, I feel like if I if I could just have one, like as a baseline, I love rice so much, and and mm. I like uh, that. If anything, anytime Wait, if you I've just not have had one rice. Like if I, no, if I could have <laughs> one grain, one grain of rice, that's I'd be all satisfied. you want. No, if I could have one, like, a, you know, you got your you got your breads, you got your potatoes, you got, you know, you got your your cornmeal. I feel like if I could just have like kind of one thing, 
I might go towards I might go towards rice. In fact, I probably would go towards rice because that's been the thing I've missed the most. Did you say cornmeal? Yeah, you could use corn as a base for starches. Okay, some all right, corn sure. tortillas. Yeah, potato rice beets potato. I think I take rice over potatoes. Yeah, mm. I like potatoes. I like all these. I love all of these things. I don't want to make this choice. This is a tough choice, but I go. I think I'd go rice. You remember when McDonald's got rid of the Happy Meal and put in the corn meal? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Wags, I was going to say, uh, God curse me with one grain of rice. Wait, what's that from? I'm saying my dick is small, for oh. God's sakes. Oh, you're talking about your hog. <laughs> Got it. That didn't hit me like the Beavis one did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more of an A to C. Um so uh, let's uh, let's talk about Ribera Steakhouse because we we got into this at, uh, with our with our friend. Sorry, guys. It's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and also Sorry about my fire alarm. Never listening. Also, when I go to Ribera, I never pay. So that is the cheap wow. meter popping off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You they, they they basically they'll they'll give you the meal on the house. No, no, no. We in in Japan like oh, it's pretty great. It's these thing called like it, these fans essentially called sponsors. But like in America, it'd just be like annoying if someone was like, I'm taking you out to dinner. And you're like, I don't want to go out to dinner with you. I right. le- leave me alone. But in Japan, we justify it like, oh, it's a sponsor. Um, and so they take us out and like, we just eat every night for free from sponsors. Wow. that That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That rules. So, so the Robert Steakhouse, and just for a little uh, refresher, in case people don't remember, for, we Leslie Lee the Third brought this up. This is a a steakhouse in Japan that is known for uh, its food, but also for having a jacket that that is given to wrestlers. And you are in possession of one or more of these jackets. You tweeted at us. Oh, three of them! Wow, wow. three jackets! Fuck. And can I say they are beautiful? They are satin. And I remember when I came home with my first one and I tried to wear them out on the streets, like, cause I was so proud of it. And then my non-wrestling real life friends were like, what are you wearing? You fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and so I packed it up and never wore it again. Wow. Yeah. But they are a thing of pride. Very proud of it. And yeah. You know what? Like jackets that are like, like sports sports, like sportsman jackets or whatever, uh, like the things that you get for for playing, like a Letterman jacket for playing like a mm. football in high school or something. You can't really wear the. They have they have a very small frame, like a time yes. frame of when you can wear them. Although, are they coming back like on thrift stores? Mm. Possibly now. Maybe or maybe like now. Instagram it's a thing. like thrift Instagram accounts like yep. people selling old ones and now they're cool to wear someone else's Letterman's jacket. Yeah, to me that's stolen valor. Okay, if you didn't get if you didn't get that letter for playing water polo, you from Polk High, you shouldn't be wearing that jacket. Also, Weiger and I are not the best guys to talk fashion with. One, I dress <laughs> I dress like Rodney Dangerfield did in his movies 30, 40 years ago, and Weiger <laughs> dresses like a little child boy. He dressed like a you were you were you 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 dress like a child. I guess you could say. I sometimes, yeah, sure. I, I, I like to, f- I don't yeah, know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. People will get mad at me. A fashionable child. A fa- yes, like a fashionable kid. I like to have fun in the sun. I got some, you know, I'd, uh, I like to wear shorts and shirts. I'll, I'll dress up sometimes. I think I have a, a fine fashion sense. I'm a flip-flop man myself, and I know I'm, a lot of people hate me for it, but I want those toes to be free. 
Wow. Flip-flops are very comfy. I've gotten into slides lately, and I, I like it in my I like letting my my dogs breathe. Uh, uh but the, the I'm with you on that, but like Your I, grains I, I of find rice? I find that I would get the uh, I'd get some like chafing from the flip flop, you know, between the toes, whereas I don't get that from the slides, even though they don't stay on quite as well. I'm sorry. Then, yeah, I don't know the terminology. I have slides. Ooh, okay. I don't like anything, anything in between my toes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't. So not even that one little that one little loop on a flip flop. Get that thing out of there. No. Also. I, I have something weird about me. Like, remember when you would break your finger, I guess, as a kid or now, and they'd, like, tape it together? Yes. Like, that, the anxiety of, like, no space in between my fingers would also drive me crazy. So, that it's kind of the mm. same thing with your feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. I get that what you're com- talking about. And that would be, like, when I played hockey as a kid, I remember I had to, like, because there's no movement in that hockey skate, I had to put, like, um... I had to put like the sock in between each toe because I couldn't have like it together and no ability to like spread my uh, dog, oh, wow. my dogs, if you will. Yes. See, yes. That, 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 that to me, that to me is that would bother me having the sock in between my toes in my shoe or whatever. I think that that would, would bug me, but I know what you're talking about of like skin to skin, skin to skin. Yeah, I get, wow. I, I, I get that. Also, Nick, have you ever broken your finger before? No, I've never broken a bone. Wow, maybe I'm unbreakable. <laughs> it's you think you're tested, unbreakable? It might be true. I might be unbreakable. You're like a young Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> and am I Mr. Glass? You, I mean, in that, if I am unbreakable, then yeah, you would be Mr. Glass. Wow. Or you'd be the other, the other one. Who's the other? Who's the who's the James McAvoy character? Oh. The, the creature, like the whatever, whatever yeah. he's called. It's split, but then he has a name that's not the split, not the name split. And then he's, he's also like, split. look who you're talking to here, lady. Like he does yeah. like a bunch of. <laughs> you can pull that does, off. He does a bunch of different characters. Stick Tracy. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, he does. Oh, Split. It's the movie. Split. is called Split. Split is the movie, but the but he his character, like I forget what the name of the villain is. The it's monster. called something else. It's called it's I, not, not, I think it's I th- like the wrath, but it's not the wrath. I saw I saw glass in at the arc light. I think I talked about it on here and Buster Rhymes was sitting right next to me. You have told this. Yeah, I saw Buster Rhymes at the gathering of the Juggalos perform. Wow. wow. You've wow. We we Nick and I want to go at some point. I'm, I'd be very excited to go. You've, have you been multiple times? What was your experience? Seven times. Seven times. Wow. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> do you do you consider yourself a juggalo i do wow i mean so just because i think like i think icp are like the coolest the way they've like made themselves up like how they've like marketed themselves right uh, and i sometimes like remember because they give me so much free swag i will wear their stuff because they've given me the free swag <laughs> like i'm not painting my face walking around town but like they gave me a jersey and i was like eh, it fits well i'll wear this <laughs> they also i remember that they they back in the day they did the theme song for the oddities uh uh back in uh, way back in the day oh in the, the animated w. series yeah no the no, pro wrestlers the pro wrestlers wait i thought there was i thought there was an animated show called the oddities that was a cheap we that was the that was a cheap meter because weiger didn't pay for cable back in the day he never saw <laughs> <laughs> you talking about mtv's oddities 
I'm thinking of a different show. I'm thinking of the Oblongs. Are you, think, are you thinking about thinking the head? Of. MTV's The Head? The guy with like the big head? No, and there's a show called... It's it's not... It, it's Fuck, I forgot what it was called. I think it was called The Oblongs. And you a, thought ICP did show. the... Either way, it's the, not... ICP did not do the theme song for them, but it's, I thought that's what you're referring to. I'm sure they would have taken the gig, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not our first Juggalo guest. Our, our, our buddy Murder Brian is is also a a, a Juggalo, but I, I I don't believe I don't know if he's been to the gathering of the Juggalos. I'd like to, and we certainly didn't get into that experience. I'd like to to hear what that's like. What do you, like? What do you do with the gathering of the Juggalos? What's the uh, how, how do you pass the time? Oh well, I mean, from like seven to three in the morning, there's just music going on. Um, Got it. And I witnessed people throwing shit at Tila Tequila. Uh, wow. Oh, my God. I witnessed Ron Jeremy hitting on every single woman. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I think my favorite memory is just it was like 2 a.m. Me and my friends are just walking around and we're like, oh, I heard music over there. And then we just go under a tent and it's Vanilla Ice doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles song. And it was just like, oh, this, wow. this is America. You know, this is <laughs> this is great. And then yeah, we would do uh, we would do wrestling there, and that's essentially why I went because I, I'm a right. I'm a wrestler for the for the Juggalo Championship Wrestling, which used to be called Juggalo Championship Wrestling, but they changed it for validation. And um, <laughs> and uh, they would be like, oh, so you're going on at 11 p.m. And then obviously because whatever, we would all the show would start at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. And so I'd wrestle at 4 a.m. But I'm okay Jesus. with that, but they also are like such fans of old school wrestling that they would like um, pay like all these legends to come to the shows. And so like right. got, at the time, rest in peace, but like Roddy Piper and Terry Funk and rugged Ronnie Garvin and uh, Kevin wow. Nash, all these people in their fifties, sixties, and sometimes seventies are like waiting for, you know, murder the hatchet man to finish up his set so they can start <laughs> wrestling at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so i feel you feel bad is. for them yeah picturing rick flair just watching uh vanilla ice do the teenage right. ninja turtle song <laughs> waiting to go on who well, i saw like george clinton i saw that i saw perform there wow uh busta rhymes i want to man just i don't know so many over the years it's been so cool and i'm you know it's obviously that was something, you know, ICP, our, our front leaders, they they called it off really quick this year, which is very sad, but yeah, good for them. Yeah, to, it's a bummer, to, but it's it was good that they I, good that they cancel it. I guess I'm I, the food there was never anything spectacular. A lot. I think mm -hmm. elephant ears like they kind of went with the idea of the carnival and the dark carnival. So they would do like just your basic carnival food, hot dogs, nachos, whatever. Right. But the fago has got to be flowing, right? A lot of fago, of course. And there's there there is bootleg people there also with a there's a lot of side hustlers there like selling their own stuff out of their um, trunks, like making hot dogs in boiled water in their trunk. I feel. Oh wow, wow. that's a that's a very Doughboys esque move. Um, <laughs> the cheap the cheap meter should have gone off, but it didn't. But um, <laughs> I want to ask you about food in Japan because that's a mm. how, how long how long exactly did you live over there? So I've probably been there, I don't know, maybe 25 times over the years. And I would go from anywhere from probably like six days to my longest tour was 27 days. Wow. And I don't eat anything from the sea. Well, oh, no. Nothing from the sea. Nothing. Wow. Is this is this some sort of 
rule or is it a thing that you just hate seafood? Hate seafood. I feel it comes from some kind of trauma as a kid that I don't know. Uh, mm. I think it's the smell or the taste or the texture or all of it or some of it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell, like, if you put something in something and I'm like, ooh, this, I don't like this and I'll get rid of it. And some stuff I've wow. never even tasted, but I know I just won't put, like, I won't eat it. I won't eat oysters. I won't eat shrimp. Wow. I don't want whatever, the, whatever, the, like, the finest sea delicacy is. I have no interest in it. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Lander air only. I, I've I've heard of people, you know, I, I definitely know people who don't like don't eat fish, but a lot of times there's a carve out of just like, oh, but I'll have shrimp, you know, or like, or like oh, I'll have, I'll have crab, you know, but you just everything is completely off the table. I won't even eat tartar sauce. Wow. Also, I feel I said that wrong. And that was just for joke purposes. And <laughs> <laughs> um, that's crazy because Nick, Nick and I make sure that we have some every day. <laughs> you brush your teeth with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what my travel mug is filled with. Um, it's a, uh, I, 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 yeah, I think it's tartar sauce, but honestly, I don't know. No, I've never heard anyone say like this is the right way to say it. Um, actually, <laughs> someone will get in our mentions. Wagger's fucking alarm is going off again. Sorry. Now, now I'm starting to wonder if this is a tartar sauce alarm. <laughs> it's telling me I only have two gallons left. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I thought you said it close enough. I didn't think Weiger had a actually you with the the real pronunciation. Uh, tartar sauce is a thing that I don't even really eat too much of. Tartar sauce is good with what? Fish and chips and what else, Wags? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I, I will say if you get a good tartar sauce uh, with a shrimp cocktail, that okay. can really be a great. You get have some cocktail sauce. You have some tartar sauce. You alternate between them. That's a lot of fun. What's it made out of? Mm. It's, you know, it's like a mayo base. Yeah, it's a mayo base with a cream of tartar is like a seasoning that gets mixed into it. And then a lot of times it's got like some, I think maybe some dill, uh, some relish. And is there a famous, is there someone famous for their tartar sauce? Mm. Mm. Hmm. Nothing comes to mind. There's not like a hidden valley of tartar sauce as far as I know. Or a restaurant known for their tartar sauce. I think that there are, I think a lot of restaurants do like their own like house, in-house tartar sauce, which can be. Which can be really do good. Do you know who would probably do that? And I'd like to give a shout out for the Ribera of America. Let's hear it. Which is Jimmy's Seafood in Baltimore. You ever been? Wow. I have been. I've been to Jimmy's Seafood. But uh, here's my question. Have you been to Jimmy's Seafood? If, if you're not a seafood. No. Of course. Oh, you have? I mean, the, what do you do there? The guy there. I've wrestled Jimmy's Seafood owner Johnny in a match before. Wow. <laughs> he is such a wrestling fan that he invites every single every like wrestler ever is allowed to come and eat there basically for free. Uh he supports the wrestlers. He is he is the greatest. Uh, and besides that, they have this their steaks are delicious. Oh okay, delicious. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. But I am like a little sad when he like brings out a platter and he's like, This is free for everyone. I'm like, well, I can eat one, maybe one and a half things from that. Yeah, a big seafood platter. That's that's funny. I, I I understand seafood being the thing that that people don't eat. It's the it's the weirder it's the weirder group of food. And I, like I think that only as a young New England boy, um, just like eating some of that stuff early on, and I, honestly having like an adverse reaction to it back then, but just getting used to it over time. I understand people not liking fish or like like they're like if you get a fishy tasting fish it's no good yeah. you don't want you don't want that you and i are both from the coast but uh you're but uh, 
uh, Mitch, you and I are both from the from opposite shores, but Colt, you're from the heartland. You're from Deerfield, Illinois, originally. A little, maybe a little bit less uh, seafood is a little bit less uh, of a common yeah, thing there. Meat and potatoes, and it's funny you say that because my first like memory of like fish, I I was probably like ten or something, and we were mm-hmm. on vacation in Florida at like a seaside restaurant and they brought something and they, my mom was like, here, try this. And I think I might've even ordered it. Like, Oh, I've never had fish before. And then I just remember how gross it was. And it, yeah. and, and it wasn't, like you said, Mitch, it wasn't something that we had in our household as a kid. Yeah. That's like the first time I ever had sushi. I remember eating just like when I was like 10 or something. And my dad gave me some fucking also like some Quincy sushi that maybe sucked and just like chewing on it like it was gum and being right. like, this is like fish gum. It tastes just like like oh, chewy gum. fish gum. You said gum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's make that clear. Good. <laughs> just to be clear, my dad my dad wasn't giving me shots of fish gum. I want the I want the listeners to know I wasn't downing fish gum. <laughs> Uh, you you don't eat fish, but but having spent time in Japan, have you ever had any any of like a a uh, you know like a cucumber roll or like a tamago, any varietal of sushi that's not fish? No, I'm not touching any of that. None wow. of it because wow. it's all wrapped in seaweed. There, or there's like some kind of oh okay yeah. If you I once like tried to figure out like what there was, and there really isn't anything. I like even like because I like avocado. Like I know there's avocado roll, but there's also seaweed and some kind of fish elements. I stay away. I stay away. Yeah, you I mean even if it get it's totally vegetarian, you're right. There's always the seaweed uh which is a little bit of an acquired taste. The first couple times I had it, I was it, it I had to adjust to it. Do you want to know what the wrestlers eat in Japan? Yes, please. 7-Eleven has chicken breasts in a bag like just ready to go and that's what we chow down on. Wow. Like on the road. It's just like grilled chicken breasts in a bag. And like after a year of of that, it gets really gross, but you still eat it. And then like they came out with like other like tandoori and some other varieties. And so like everyone, all the wrestlers were very excited when those started coming out. Um, but that's like the real go to for pro wrestlers in Japan. This that that to me just shows like the difference between. I feel like Japan Seven Elevens are probably much nicer. I like like the idea of grilled chicken in a bag at. Uh, in the United States, at a Seven Eleven, just seems like it would be fucking god awful. No, right, that's Nick? dangerous. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would stay away. I guess another crazy thing is there's a Seven Eleven on every single corner. Sometimes like two on a on a corner in Japan. There's like there's Larson's, there's Seven Eleven, and there's another one. And they, I mean, those they're called convenies or convenience stores, and they're everywhere. It's like. You look on Google Maps for 7-Eleven and there's, you know, there's 20 within a mile radius. Wow. wow. I'm a fan of 7-Eleven, so I I approve of that. I think that should happen here, too. <laughs> a 7-Eleven on every corner, Nick. That's what I would do if I was president. That's your campaign promise? Mm-hmm. I mean, you might win. <laughs> that might be enough. It's more appealing platform than... And Biden. Yeah. Will you or will you not <laughs> sniff little girl's hair, though? <laughs> Look, I'm not making any promises. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, 
Pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun you know that's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is, is out... out. There's never, never a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is, is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the it summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool cool cool. The cool, cool. <laughs> moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. 
Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles. The dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura Frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one, and now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Doughboys. We are with Colt Cabana discussing Potbelly Sandwich Shop this week's chain. Now, Colt, you told us that you saw Charner Helpern walking her dogs. <laughs> what type of dogs does she have? Knowing that it's Charna, my head says they got to be two hilarious dogs. Oh. I'm guessing a Chihuahua, yes, and a Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you're wrong. <laughs> I might be mistaken. I think she only had one dog, and it was a pretty big dog. Mm. Ah, okay. But that's fine. I I started playing softball with a bunch of um, stand-ups and comedians in Chicago, and someone was like, "Oh, Sharna lives around here." And then someone was walking her dog, and she kind of looked like what I thought she looked like. And I was like, "Hey, is that?" Said to my buddy Jonah Jerkins, "I was like, hey, is that her?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's her." Um, and so there it was. I saw her, and then I, I didn't know why God told me to see her, but now that it's been brought up here. <laughs> For the Doughboys. Yes, that's right. 
we 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 me and and uh myself and when I met Charna Helpern, me, Dave Ferguson, Mike Hanford, Matt Kowalik, Jack Allison, and this guy Paul Oyen went up against the real world, Nick, in a in a in a improv battle. That's right. The real the season the real world where their job was to be a herald team at the improv Olympic Theater, as if That's that right. is a lucrative position. <laughs> <laughs> was that on the real a, world? It was on it was the real on the, world. It was yeah. on the real world in like 2010 like seasons or ago or more. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a long, long time Great ago. Great credit. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> they barely show us. I mean, it was funny. Like, it was like a group of fucking monsters versus like a group of very attractive. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Ferguson could have, could have migrated over to that team. He, he's, he was looking good, but, but it's like, was. <laughs> but um they they uh we 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 it was like a it was a, a moment that i felt great pride in because like we like kicked the shit out of them <laughs> like we like they they went up and they like they not the, I, I hate competitive improv it's like stupid and that's what it was a cage match right. which is like the dumbest shit on earth yes but it did feel good to like go up against kind of like the hunks and and babes and we just blew them out of the water, Nick. It fucking. Oh, it was great. you beat them doing the thing that you do versus them who have <laughs> never done that thing. Wow, Cole, this is like you taking pride in if you wrestled me in the ring and destroyed right. me. <laughs> Congratulations! And then Charna Helpern came up to Dave Ferguson in front of me and said, "We got to get you on a house team over here." Fuck just you, Charna. Dave. Yeah, I'm sitting. I'm standing right in front of you. Wow. You and your fucking big ass dog. Wags, when your alarm goes off, don't just turn to the side and stare off into the alarm or whatever. I'm trying to mute myself to be like, okay, we'll just let this time pass. Because if I'm talking over this audio, then we have then we have to use this. I guess I guess we're just locked into all a bunch of beeping throughout this episode. We'll see how many people unsubscribe. It's the beeping episode. It's fun. <laughs> I'm gonna cut as much of it as I possibly can, I promise. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. I say turn it up. <laughs> okay, on the version I send Mitch, it'll be just beeps for like two hours. <laughs> Let's try to time our swearing and the beeps together. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. If someone pulls that off, fuck, um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pivoting from Improv Olympic to another Chicago institution, Potbelly Sandwich Shop, first founded as an antique store in the Windy City. They started selling sandwiches to drum up business in 1977, and then that became their main business. And the name comes from the Potbelly Stove, which is in every restaurant, including the one I went to. Uh, I, I assume, Colt, that you you have an allegiance to this, to uh, to Potbelly, because you are from uh, the Chicago area. But 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 tell us uh, specifically, in your, in your thoughts, uh, why you wanted to discuss this chain and what your take on it is. Well, I was given a list of restaurants that have not been done, and I said to myself, oh, <laughs> Potbelly's is from Chicago. <laughs> Which, by the way, that list is about, it's like six restaurants now. Yeah. Which still yeah. includes Applebee's, amazingly. That I was surprised by that. And I was surprised that Potbelly's, which might be interesting as a Chicagoan, that maybe I see Potbelly's in a bigger platform than the rest of the world and also mm. you in L.A. Because to me, that's it's kind of a big chain, but maybe I'm incorrect. It's a big chain, but I think it's pretty regionally uh, clustered uh, mm. because there is there is as far as I could tell, there is one in California. 
Um, the the next the at least at least to us maybe there's another one in Northern California but the closest location other than the one the one Mitch and I went to in Irvine California in Orange County is in Arizona. <laughs> no, it was far away. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel so bad. No, no, you're fine. No, Colt, you should. Weiger and I are gonna fucking kick your ass <laughs> next time we see you. <laughs> oh. And then I'll take you on in an improv match. <laughs> <laughs> We get destroyed in both. <laughs> God damn it. We're just blaming the suggestion afterwards. <laughs> Weiger and I are going to super kick you at the same time. We'll see how high our legs get. <laughs> our super kick you is not going to get above your crotch level, right. most likely. Probably not, above your, probably not above your knees, honestly. And you will tear both your groins. <laughs> <laughs> the same way that you take a chicken wing off of a chicken. <laughs> Oh I can feel that would be your crotches. Colt, a thing that I when I when I actually did work out and was active when I was when when I was a bad athlete, but an athlete. One of the things I loved to do was you. Uh, the, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mitch. You rode crew, right? <laughs> I was an NCAA. Uh, oh God, an NCAA. I was an athlete uh, in college. <laughs> NCAA athlete in college. Uh, um, so was I. What, what did you re- you wrestled in college? I was a Division One A. Uh, wow, football player for Western Michigan University, known as the worst Division One A football player of all time. And you know, <laughs> food does come into this because I do remember wow. I was redshirted freshman. I never played. I was the most hated person on the team by the coaches and the players. And all, all I, just because I wasn't what they were. Um, and mm. all I remember is after the games, there was free Papa John's pizzas. And I would take like three of them back to my dorms. And I got caught once and I got yelled at and I got scolded amongst many other things. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I, and, yeah. and, 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 I, and I know move, as far as I'm concerned. It is funny when you when you like uh, you were saying like because I wasn't what they were and I, I I know that experience well and it is great when you meet athletes who are like like uh, when because there are there are guys who are and then there's some guys that you just can't well wrestling I met my people yeah right. yeah, yeah yeah that feels like a good that feels like a great mix where like in football when I played football or whatever or whatever with the same thing with crew there'd be some guys where you're like oh this I just can't this person is not the type of person I should talk to but. Um, a thing I used to love to do after like a, like, you know, like a three hour practice or whatever is that you could just, uh, you, you get a superpower where you can eat as much food as possible. Do you, do you, can, do you have like binges? Can you eat like a, sh- can you eat a shit ton of food? Yeah. 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 I'm bad. Like I, I can, you know, th- there's those challenges and a lot of them look hard, but I always say to myself, like if I'm, if I starve myself for eight hours, I could probably eat like. You know the giant pizza challenges? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel I could eat that whole pizza no problem if if it's a thin wow. slice. Yeah. You're talking big mamas and big papas giant pizza? Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the famous one? I feel there was one in Atlanta that was on that guy's show. Man yeah, versus, man versus food. Yeah. food. Yeah, the 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 one out here is a big mamas big papas. It's it's like a 6 foot uh fucking diameter pizza it's gigantic but i and i don't know if he's tackled that on the show but it it is just like a yeah it is an outrageous amount of pizza um yeah i i will say that like i used to 
I, I never, never an athlete at any level, but I did have a time when I was running half marathons and marathons. And yeah, I was just burning so many calories that I could just eat an insane amount, an outrageous amount of food and then drink like a six pack of RC Cola and still be the thinnest I've ever been. Wow. Uh, and that is a great, God, that is a great feeling. And me being an hour, I'm just so sedentary. You chose a six pack of RC Cola. Royal Crown Cola. No, I know. What's, I feel Mountain Dew goes down. Like I remember, like after a, a practice in like junior high school, like Mountain Dew would go down so quickly. Like you could drink s- three yeah. cans so easily. Yeah, that's that's as opposed to the darker the, cola. Right. It, yeah. yeah. It, there's like there's just a smoothness to it where yeah you can absolutely guzzle not too much bite. Do you know do you, there's there there's a there's like a time where like when you've like a you're so physically exhausted and then. Gatorade has a next level flavor to it where it's like you're, you're it feels mm-hmm. like you're actually like like you're actually replenishing things that are missing in your body like it like it's it, it tastes better than it ever tastes if you're completely it's like drinking a potion in an RPG it truly you feel your Nick? HP increasing feel your mana coming back what are you playing right now what am I playing yeah uh, I'm honestly I'm playing uh, I'm playing Baba is You, which is this puzzle game, which is absolutely making me feel like the dumbest man on earth. Uh, mm. But it's 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 an incredible design. It's very good. Cole, are you a gamer at all? Well, the AEW wrestlers started playing a Dungeons and Dragons game on Twitch. On Brandon Cutler, who's a wrestler in AEW, he's like a dungeon master. That's his gimmick, and he's like, who wants to play? And like a bunch of us who have never played it before in our lives were like, yeah, sure, wow. we'll do whatever. Um, so that's very fun, like having people explain everything to me. I thought I thought a water skin was my skin was made out of water and I was really excited to use it. And then they told me that it was like a, a satchel for water and I was made fun of by my whole community. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, well, you know what your idea is alone, for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> and a bedroll. I was like, I got a bedroll. And I thought that was like, oh, I'm going to like roll out of my bed really fast. <laughs> like real thought that's a real thought and they're like no it's it's a all right a bag i'm i'm with them on that one yeah <laughs> uh potbelly i i will say pivoting back to potbelly the so i'd never been there before i knew of it i a lot of people wow. you know that we've gotten a lot of suggestions or a lot of a lot of i i wouldn't even want to say suggestions a lot of people like like basically ordering us to cover this chain. People are very, very enthusiastic about Potbelly, and uh, we're, we're hoping that we would cover it eventually. I, I, I never having been there, but having seen it um, and, and aware of its reputation, the first thing I'll say is that the app is fantastic. Colt, have you messed around with the app at all? I have not. It is so good. Also, I'm not, um, I'm not an order-to-my-house person at all. I always wow. go pick up, even when it's a pizza, based off of cheapness and hunger. I just know, like, if I'm hung, like, I don't order ahead of time. So I order, like, if I want a pizza, like, I'll or- call it in and then go there because I know it's going to take an hour and a half. And I'm going to be so hungry. So I really don't mess with food apps. This uh, is, uh, I mess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love using apps. However, I am with you on not getting delivery. I, yeah, well, I I've very had good at picking up. Basically, never get delivery. Uh, got it delivered first. Uh, we get the Nomad Ice Pops delivered here, and that was the only delivery we've had the entire time we've lived at this at this apartment. What? Is that true? That's it. Yeah, we don't get food delivered. We go. I, but I'm with you. Like it's it's. I like to get out, and I I feel like it's 
it's not purely cheapness that's motivating me in terms of not the the delivery fee. It's it's but it is like it is you know you do save on that. Um, but then I also like I just like to get out of the house and and I feel like I've I've I'm not just like trapped inside if I'm going out to get something. I'm with you on that too. I've learned that from the, the someone who is very cheap. My dad, my dad would never ever get delivery. We never got delivery once my entire time growing up. Like if we were getting pizza, wow. which was a rare occasion, we were going to the Pizza Hut and we were getting the carryout special. I'm with you too. I like the idea of like I'm doing something, especially as a wrest like as a wrestler. I go wrestle, and then when I come home, like I don't have any work, so like to get out of the house is very nice. Yes, man. I can just imagine those fucking family trips to pick up that Pizza Hut in the in your car with no radio on and fucking like <laughs> five silent Weigers or however many there are. Four. There are four of us. Whatever. A silent dog in the back too. Just no one, no one speaking or barking. <laughs> my family is very outgoing and gregarious they're they're not they're not like me i'm i'm the i'm the quiet one i know i know I, your family is way, way cooler i told you we, we talked about this before i met when we were at the san diego show i was having a blast with them nick when i came speaking of which when i came down to give you that stuff yesterday and had yes. a little caravan of people for your birthday it was a very nice gesture you looked hmm mad I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to sum up the look on your face. All right, so let me let me explain a little bit what happened. So Mitch had to Mitch has some tax documents he had to drop off for our Doughboys Media S Corp. The boring parts of having a fucking podcast that has any sort of revenue is you have to have, do all this business shit. So he had to give those to me physically so I could sign them and and it's whatever. Anyway, so he had to bring those by and we had a scheduled time when he's when you were coming by and you tacked onto that. You got a bunch of our uh, a bunch of our friends to come along with you and do a little birthday socially distanced hello surprise thing, which was very nice of you. It was a very, it was a nice gesture. However, I was just, I was confused because it was two days after my birthday. So I did, so it took me a second to be like, what is happening here? Oh, I get, I get what you're, what you're doing. So I drive by and I'm, I'm playing, they say the Beatles birthday song. Oh, is that what and that was? Yes. <laughs> And then there's cars behind me beeping, and this is what comes out of Nick's mouth. Did you bring the documents? <laughs> well, yeah, that was the primary purpose of your visit. I want to make sure you didn't have to make another trip. Yeah, I brought the fucking documents. <laughs> you fucking robot. There's people here saying happy birthday to you, you fucking freak. <laughs> it was a nice gesture. It's lovely to see everyone. What did you get him for his birthday? Documents? <laughs> I got I I got him documents and I and I brought down a manscaped thing for him. I brought him a man, I brought him a manscaped shaver. <laughs> uh, but Nick, it was it was good to see your uh, the fucking. It was good fucking. to see the fucking. <laughs> it was good to see the fucking. I was I was I was peeking in through windows. Um, yeah, that was why there was an expression on my face. <laughs> it was good to see the fucking. That high castle you live in, you fucking <laughs> silver wags, man. The fucking you mean palace. the apart the apartment complex? Mm-hmm. Um, we had a uh, it, it was a lovely gesture, and I will say that the so it's it was a drive down to Potbelly. I ordered on the app way like like uh. Went, went partway down, kind of did the cult method of like anticipating when we were going to arrive. About uh, halfway halfway down, we pulled over, we put our order in the app, and then drove the rest of the way. My lovely wife Natalie accompanied uh, me, and um, 
And we got to, and I will say that just you can customize everything on the app. You can, it's just, it's just so well designed. It's so elegant. Um, and uh, so we got there. The order was pretty much ready right away. And here's what I got. The I'll oh you know what I'll we'll we'll take this we'll take this item by item because I want to talk through everything. But the the first thing I, I'll I'll talk about is the craft your own mac and cheese, which mm. is they have their own house and mac and cheese house mac and cheese, and you can add two toppings for free. I, I added hot peppers and bacon. Uh, which was, you know, it was a quality solid mac and cheese. I will say that I probably didn't need the extra things. To me, it was maybe ungapachka. I could have been, I would probably would have liked it more with just mac and cheese by itself. Your fucking but alarm it, should go off for that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, but it was tasty. I, I, I think as far as a side for the sandwiches and the other uh, fare they have there, I would probably just stick with the chip offerings. They do have good chip offerings. We'll get to that. Cold, do, do you get that mac and cheese? I do not. That's there, there's there's foods in my head that are just that scream like you're a fat piece of shit. Right. You can't eat this. Mayo is one of them. Um and uh, mac and cheese also like just the idea like creaminess really says like mm. you can't eat you can't eat this. Yeah. Uh, I I do like mac and cheese in general, but I would never. I don't. I don't. I don't think I would ever get mac and cheese ever anywhere. I would say if you're going to that, that for me is part of my calculation of like, I know it's so unbelievably unhealthy that it's got to be really, really good. Like my standards for mac and cheese are very high in terms of, of having taking the, in all those calories and carbs. Here's where I can justify it. And I could justify anything. If you put grilled chicken in it, I will say that it's healthy. Wow. Much, much like a pizza. If I order a pizza and we throw grilled chicken on it, I could justify it. Some grilled chicken and mac and cheese is pretty good. Wags, you've had a, you had a, not, not to plug it, but of course I'll always plug it. Fat Cat, you had some good mac and cheese when you were there. Yes. They have a great mac and cheese there. They have a great mac and cheese. And, but Colt, I'm, I, it's that sort of thing of like risk, the risk reward factor of, I'm, ta- I'm taking in a lot of calories. Is this going to be Yes. Good enough. Right. Is this good enough to do it? And I, I too got the mac and cheese, Nick. And I was, I feared it being a little too unga pachka. <laughs> wow. I love so it. I, I went, uh, ugh, I didn't like it at all. I, I, I once wrestled unga pacha in, uh, <laughs> in a tour of Zimbabwe. It was, it was, it was the, uh, it was a real world match, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, I uh I I just went with it straight up, no toppings added, and I thought it was a pretty decent mac and cheese. I, like it's, uh, it's like, decent. It's decent. Is it worth it? I don't think I'm gonna be getting that mac and cheese a lot, but it did taste more homemade than a lot. Like it 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 could have been way way worse. I would say it's good and not great. How's that? I think that's a good assessment, I, and that's roughly where Natalie landed as well. I, I just to me this is very this is a very Midwest choice to have like we're this this big heavy sandwich shop and then one of our sides is macaroni and cheese. <laughs> mm. It's just like it's very, very over the top. Uh and I, I for me I, I think I I don't see a reason to get it. But I one thing I did like, because I got the pick your pear sandwich and soup, and the soup I got was the chili. Really wanted to try their chili, and it's uh, it's it's just basic beef chili with kidney beans, bell peppers, and onions. I thought it was great. I wow. thought it was like Nellie described it. I believe, and I, I apologize to her if I if I mischaracterize this, but I believe she she said it was like a better version of Wendy's chili. It's like a plussed up Wendy's wow. chili. Wow! And Wendy's chili, Wendy's chili, chili is, is good. Is good, yeah. But like in that category of like kind of quick service chili, I mean, it, it had a lot of flavor. I, I I liked it quite a bit. 
Colton, how, how about you? Do you ever get the soups from Potbelly? Well, I did get soup and I was, that, this is something I wanted to bring up. I wanted to talk about yes. soup. I, please, I forgot how much I loved soup after I ordered soup and I only ordered soup because I knew you were paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, I should, I should, uh, I should dish around. I should get some different stuff here. Right. And what I found myself doing and what I always find myself doing, but I don't eat slash drink soup enough is I was dipping my sandwich in the soup. Yeah. Wow. And wow. I love, I love soup with bread in it. Um, yeah. So I went tomato soup. I went extra oyster crackers. Mm. Um, the tomato soup was great. Kind of the same way you said, Wagger. Like, and then I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't, is like high priced, you know, like, like um, restaurants, like are there soup, is there soup better? I don't know how to compare it, but I know it tasted good and had the spices and it made me feel happy and I enjoyed it. And, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> so well, especially a, to a, to a tomato soup, a good tomato soup. Also a good tomato soup. One is not easy. You can, you can get like a very marinara -y kind of tomato soup, but the be I think it's the best dipping soup, tomato soup, a soup I didn't even like as a boy. Gotta be. There's nothing. There's nothing better than right. I mean, that's that. that this is not saying anything at all. Because what's better? No, unless you want to characterize au jus as a as a soup, mm. which no. to me is what. And as it, a Jew, heretical. I would say, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> as a Jew, I would say it would a matzo ball is soup is the best. Chicken soup. <laughs> Ooh, matzo uh, yeah, ball soup is good. I, I not mean, a dipping I, soup, but. It can ahead, serve man. as a dipping soup. I, I will say that, like, like French onion soup kind of has a built-in dipping component, mm -hmm. so there's something to that. But I, I, I don't think it's it's not in the same way that it doesn't serve the same function that tomato soup does. Uh, yeah, and and yeah, hey, if you want to go nuts, you can dip in that chili. Why not? I'm going to say all soups are, are dipping soups. What's not sure. a dipping soup? You can dip in whatever. Dip in ramen. whatever you like. You, you can dip ramen? in ramen. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you know what? There's like dip ramens that you dip shit in anyways. I'm, Does I'm, ramen I'm, count as soup? Well, well, this is a big thing. There's that a point I've... of contention on this show. <laughs> All right. I try, to, I try to rank ramen, pho, soup, and chowder. I think Those that's are Mitch's categories. <laughs> Liquid, savory foods. And it made sense. Anyways. <laughs> Nick, I, I I talked to Dylan. Did you, you probably had the same? Uh, you probably were talking to the same person down there. I talked to to Dylan, and I said, "What's your favorite sandwich?" And he said, uh, "He said to me, he said uh, an Italian sandwich." And I said, "Oh, okay. I'll get a. Uh, I'm gonna get an, an you Italian like that." <laughs> I think you should get the Italian sandwich. And I said, "I'll get the Italian sandwich." Oh. <laughs> that took me a second too. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> His name was Dylan, Nick. Yes. I make a small... I don't want to make a... I, you make small penis jokes about me all the time. I make one, you don't understand it? I was just confused. It was like Bob Dylan. I'm doing a... No, we get it now. Yep. And I said... Uh, and he said, you should put it through the toaster. And I said, all right. And I, they put... I, to me, it appears they put every sandwich through the toaster. And he said, and he said, he told me to add an extra slice of provolone. So this is all on him. Here's the deal: I don't like hot Italians. I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't. Uh, like, you would uh, hate Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> I love Leo, 
That is funny to think of him as an Italian. He, uh, yeah. Also, that was my improv being like, who's a famous Italian person? DiCaprio <laughs> sounds Italian. <laughs> famous Italian actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, uh, I don't like hot Italians. I like them. I like them usually cold. And um, so I did a half Italian. I did a half wreck, the wreck sandwich. The A wreck, it is called. A wreck. A is yeah. part of it. A wreck. Used to be my go-to, by the way. Wow. And then I and then I did a I did half a, a pizza, the pizza sandwich. Mitch, this is incredible. Our triforces are the same. We got the same three sandwiches. Whoa. What? The same trio. Are you serious? It, Italian, A wreck, and the pizza sandwich. Wow. Pizza so sandwich this, was Nally's order. So Dylan Dylan saw two fucking weird monster men come in and order the three same half sandwiches. And then he said, everybody must be stoned. (laughs) He said, what can I feed these two guys who can't safely ride in the same elevator? And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you pick this trio of sandwiches. No, I ordered through the app. So I got a couple of, uh, I got an Italian half sandwich, which was part of the pick your pair sandwich and soup that I mentioned earlier. The A-Rec I got is a is a full, and the pizza sandwich Natalie got. Let me just have the descriptions of these. Uh, so the Italian is capicola, pepperoni, salami, and mortadella with provolone. Uh, hold on. As a hot Italian, it's uh, gabagoo. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not Italian. <laughs> Um, and then the A-Rec is roast beef, turkey, ham, and salami with Swiss. Uh, and they all have, you know, the array of toppings, lettuce, tomato, mayo is the standard. It's all, it, the, I think their standard bread is multigrain. That's what it seems like, right, Mitch? Everything comes in multigrain? Ooh, I went, I went all white. Much, much like Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> and then the pizza sandwich is meatball, capicola, and pepperoni and marinara with provolone and uh, mushrooms, and then tossed it with it with Italian seasoning. Um, and, uh, and so that's what we got sandwich wise. Colt, what did you go with with a sandwich? Well, do you have the menu up by any chance? Yes, I can bring that up. One second, because I got myself a Mediterranean, but like always, mm. I'm switching it up. Also, I didn't even think to get like different sandwiches. I don't know why I didn't do that. I just went with my standard dinner meal. Um, so why don't you tell me what's on the Mediterranean? And I'll tell you how I changed it. So the Mediterranean chicken, I assume. Yes. Yep. Okay. So the Mediterranean Mediterranean chicken by default is uh, all natural chicken breast with they, what they describe as zippy hummus and feta cheese, toasted and then topped with artichoke hearts, crisp cucumbers, and red peppers on multigrain. Right. So no feta. Don't need the cheese. Um. Kept the roasted red peppers. Five years ago, I wouldn't have, but now I'm a little more adventurous. Uh, got rid of the cucumber, put extra pickle on there, uh, kept the hummus, extra chicken, and I put the. I really like the seasoning that Potbelly's has. That's something I've always liked, and something I've always liked about Potbelly's is their Dijon mustard. Mm. But but I I have this weird thing of like I feel that the hummus is like kind of the liquid on it, even though it's not liquid. Like that's, the I gotcha. Pa- that's the paste of the sandwich. Yes. It's holding it all together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I don't want to mix my pastes much like when I go to Wawa and I, and I get, I choose avocado. I always, I'm always like, damn it. Why did I get mustard on there? I already forgot. Cause it, it says add avocado. So I would, I like, I kind of use like avocado as my lubricant, if you will. And mm-hmm. I don't want to mix those up together. 
Interesting. I get your logic. It's very sound. I've definitely had my share of veggie sandwiches where hummus is the is essentially the condiment. But I, I mean, I'm like pile it on. I, I will, I, you know, I'll have avocado, but then I'll always have some mayo on there as well. And yeah, I, I but, but I, I, I do understand your reasoning. Um, but you, this, so this is pretty much your standard order. And did you get it exactly as you'd normally do it? Always, yes. And also, I got wow. the big one. I got wheat, and then I got thin cut. And I'd like to talk a little bit about thin cut now. Please, if I have the platform. Yes, you, of course. You, you have the, the platform, but I, I want to quickly say that I'm mad at you. Forget. <laughs> Why did you get rid of the feta? I, the, you got rid of the feta? I've made it a habit in my life to not order cheese on sandwiches wow. just because I don't need it. Wow. It doesn't do anything it's, for it's, me. But feta, to me, the Mediterranean sandwich, that you need I'm the not, feta. I'm not ordering because it's Mediterranean. I'm ordering it because I saw, ooh, I like I like hummus. I like chicken. Mm. I like red peppers. That's, right. I wasn't being like, ooh, I'm a Mediterranean boy now, you know? With feta, I think feta is better. Nick, what do you think of that? And you're um, also I selling it, feta is better t-shirts. <laughs> Check him out. Cheat meter goes off again. Uh, wow, like your, your alarm is going crazy over there. Are you sure there's just not a fire? I mean, if there is, I'll just die in a blaze while recording a podcast episode. It's how I'd want to go. If there is a fire, I feel like you would be very much like that. This is fine character. <laughs> oh, man, it's hot, buddy. I'm getting third degree burns all over my body. Oh no! <laughs> um, Goodbye, I Natalie. W- <laughs> <laughs> Tell Natalie I said goodbye. <laughs> As your fucking inner fucking metal skeleton comes through, Terminator style. Yeah, as your skin is melting <laughs> off. That's what I'm saying. I could still do the podcast. So I. <laughs> Yeah, the the I am I would say feta is better. I'm a feta guy. I like feta mm-hmm. quite a bit. Not you know not my favorite of the soft cheeses, but it's it's good. If I could, if I man, I, I it's it's interesting because having to make the calculation of I need to you know count every calorie and I need to be very conscious of what I'm putting into my body, which I should be doing anyway. Uh, but it, you know it's 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 certainly not my not something that that I have to account to uh, account for as a, my for my profession. I'm I'm not sure what I would what I would get rid of if I get rid of cheese. I, I feel like I'd maybe get rid of other, something else before cheese, but I don't know. I don't know what that yeah. would be. The, well, this the, Dylan he assured me he said with that extra with that extra provolone slice. He said it's you're, he said the taste is really going to come through with that extra provolone slice. And you know what? That Italian was my favorite of all the sandwiches. It was my number one, Mitch. I again, I am with you. The Italian was a fucking home run. That was a great Italian sandwich. It had some nice spice to it. But by the way, we got to go back to Colt. We got to give you the platform. <laughs> yes. Yes. You were talking about what you, you, were, so you were saying why thin is in. Well, I want, I don't want all the carbs. Like I'm trying to cut as many carbs as I can. Yes. And so they have a thing where you slice the middle of the bread, which is very nice, gets rid of it. Um, but one of my go-tos is Subway. And first of all, they don't have an option. So half the people don't know what you're talking about. I know we're doing pot belly, but like, it's like, hey, can you carve out the middle of the bread? Mm. And then they're all like, oh, okay. You know, if, if they understand. And here's the deal. Like, you have to start from the butt of, this, of the bread. And sometimes people right. start from the inside and go towards the butt. And they don't know what they're doing, and it just it, it doesn't get all of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get exactly what you're talking about. And now let me ask you on this topic: when you get a bagel, do you scoop your bagel? If the option's there, of course. 
Wow. Yes. I mean, Cold. just so I can enjoy the bagel. No, I understand. Otherwise, I'm not getting the bagel. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Colt, um, once again, <laughs> you're pissing me off. <laughs> it's either I have, either I get to have it with some limitations or I don't have it at all. And I'm, I would like to indulge myself a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I understand. I get it. We, 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 we just, we, I mean, we have no self-control. So right. if there was an option to add more bread to our, to our sandwich, <laughs> we probably would. Like the Big Mac style to a potbelly sandwich. <laughs> Give us a center bread. I think you should be able to add center bread to anything you, you order. <laughs> did you, so how did that Mediterranean stack up to your previous Mediterraneans? Oh, I, you know, I, they're, it's a standard. That's what they do. It's a good sandwich. I, it got the job done. I was hungry before. I ended up not that, you know, not hungry. It tasted well. <laughs> if anything, you know, the, the, the chicken is like, I could use a little more like there, there wasn't enough plumpness in my sandwich. But then mm. again, that probably has something to do with me taking out more than half the bread. And that's yeah. why it's so like thin and skinny. But I wish there's a way of like, Basically, like two slices of matzah with just like as much meat in the middle as possible. Uh, that would be the perfect sandwich. But I, but otherwise, it was good. I, and I enjoyed it. And I always enjoy it. And w- the problem with potbellies, much like Chipotle, um, maybe much like some of the other, much like Jimmy John's maybe, is like I'm a man of comfort and like the known. So I've probably been there so many times that I used to love it. And now it's like, oh, God, I wish there was something else. But it's like. I don't want to try anything else because I know this will get the job done. So I'll just go. Yes. Here. It's a very interesting thing because I've said, I, I was telling people we're going to pop belly and some people were like, yes, pop belly rules. And then, uh, and then a few responses of Ugh, pop belly sucks. That sucks. A lot of, really? different, uh, yeah, we think I, pot belly sucks. There were a few people that responded to me. Pop belly sucks because they probably had it so many times. Huh? And that to me was, just because because Colt, I too will do Subway, and I think Subway is not great, but I do think that it just is. If you go and get a turkey in Swiss and toast it, it can be a fine meal that's not fried or anything like that. It's a, it's a it's a what what's that, Wags? Subway is always a compromise for me. It's always yes, just course. like I've I'm never ex- I'm never jazzed to have it. Uh, whereas this place, I think I would be excited. You know, again, my 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 maiden voyage. Maybe if I'd been there a hundred times, I'd feel differently. But I feel like I, I'm excited at the prospect of having pot belly again. Uh, just to touch on the other sandwiches, real quick, the A Rec. For me, it was the weakest of the three, which I was I was surprised by considering this is their signature sandwich. But I just felt like it versus the Italian and versus the pizza sandwich, it just was a little bit blander, had a little bit less, you know, uh, less zing, I guess. It was just like a very it was a very loaded, basic sandwich as far as I was concerned. I had this I had half of it uh, for uh, I had half of it yesterday and I had the second half I saved and I had for lunch today and. My thoughts did did not uh, waver, did not change at all. I, I feel the same way I did as, as yesterday. It's a good sandwich, but just not what I would get versus the other options. And the pizza sandwich, you know, I didn't have as much of. And I don't really love marinara on sandwiches that aren't meatball. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like it can get kind of goopy. I guess this is maybe part of, of this is akin to Colt's point about not having too much liquid on a sandwich. Uh, but this was this was still good. It was very it was very flavorful. The meatballs was good. They their Italian, uh, you know, their Italian deli meats, I think, are very, very uh, high quality for this caliber of chain. 
uh, added some hot peppers and onions and oil to that. And I also added some hot peppers to the Italian because I'm something of a heat seeker. And, and having a little bit extra spice on these, I think, plus them up. Mitch, what, what did you think of the A-Rec and the pizza sandwich? The heat seeker alarm went off. Um <laughs> I liked I liked all three of the sandwiches. I did half sandwiches on all of them. I liked um, all three of them too. It just that was my least favorite. Um, I, uh, I so on the wreck I went uh, the works, which included mayo, that mustard, oil, the seasoning, and then onions, hot peppers, tomatoes, lettuce, onion, everything. I just I just went I just went the works. I didn't I didn't go the cucumber side. I like the works on the main ingredients there. Um, I thought it was really good to me. The, the, the one that was my loser of the three, even though I still liked it was the pizza sandwich. And my issue with it was that I just, it just felt like the sauce had been, it it felt like it was like sauce, sauce that had been sitting out. The sauce was sitting out a little bit when I ordered the wreck, Dylan had made up my wreck and then it came through the conveyor belt. And one of the other guys there said, Hey, there's gonna be more meat on this, and he went and then and, the, and they they went and they put little meat on a tinfoil thing that came through the conveyor belt, and they added. I guess that I didn't have all the meat on the wreck sandwich at first. That's how they do it with the chicken. They they never put the extra chicken always goes on the tinfoil, and they put it in. And like, that's basically their wow. way of of cooking it up. Basically, I I don't know. I mean, I've noticed that before though, and when I had it, yeah. And and he he so they they that came through, and he just he tossed it on the sandwich. I and I don't like a big. I don't usually like a big mix of meats on a sandwich. I like I like a like a, besides an Italian sandwich, I don't really need to mix roast beef and turkey and ham and and all that. Like I'm not usually all for that. But I thought this one tasted pretty good. It was nice and toasted. You got a lot of nice flavors in it. To me, the 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 loser of the bunch, not the loser because I still liked it was was the was the pizza sandwich. And my issue is that. They broke up the meatballs. Why did they break up the meatballs so little mm. on that thing? They should have chunks of meatballs. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I I'm that. That's a, I mean, that's a fair criticism. They could have done it more as as like big slices or even whole meatballs and seen what that was like. It's what the it's like what Blaze Pizza did recently too, Nick. Um, and then the Italian sandwich I thought was fantastic. The Italian sandwich I did oil the seasoning hots onions lettuce and tomato and pickles and i uh and i and i and i and i loved it i thought it was really 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 good um i will I, and i a question for you too is is bread obviously which is I, for me i i think it's funny i said jimmy john's bread uh i always go with the the lettuce wrap but i love a jimmy john's bread i always feel when potbelly it's it, like you said i think it is always almost automatically through that thing i always feel it gets a little it gets crisp too much where it almost it starts flaking off at the ends. I don't know if you felt that or you had that, or I don't feel it's mm. the perfect bread. And I don't, I don't know if they claim to have the perfect bread. It, it does. Get, I mean, you know, it gets, it gets pretty crispy and crunchy as, uh, as it's been toasted. So yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I like Jimmy, you know, I like Jimmy. I do like, <laughs> I do like Jimmy John's bread. God damn it. Emma's got a lot of work to do. This is going to be so fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Jimmy John's bread quite a bit. The alarm, the guy who's testing the alarms just sitting outside your fucking apartment waiting till you talk. <laughs> um, I feel like <clears throat> what a time to record a podcast. It's been all day. Why are you? It's been going all you day. You fucking dipshit. 
it's seriously it's been going since 8 a.m like like sporadically there were there there have been half hours when we haven't heard it at all and then it's been like going like you know nonstop every every few minutes i don't feel bad as bad saying tartar sauce when you called it sporadically <laughs> <laughs> Nick, go on with your point. Pre-beep. Uh, I, w- I was just going to say, I think the I think as far as breads go, I mean it's a, it's you know, it's up there. I think this is this is on par with like a Jersey Mike's or a Firehouse subs as far as your or a Jimmy John's. I think Jimmy John's we would not put in that category overall, but I think it's I put its bread up there. I don't like Jimmy I'm I'm not a fan of Jimmy John's, but I think that it's better than Subway bread. And I and I don't even dislike Subway oh, bread. Easily, I yeah. I, I just think it's kind of whatever. But I for me, it just it was just that the combo of the sandwich and the crunch and the attack like all the flavors just combined really, really well. Yes. And 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 the crispness of it added quite a bit. And I and I like I said, I don't like crispy or hot Italians. And this one was it was great. I was really I was blown away because I, I that is not a thing I love. And then also for we gotta get into the selection the other the other selections that you have here, which are the chips. And the drinks. There's a great selection of chips. There's a great yes. selection of drinks. I got myself an Arizona iced tea, which is a great, great drink. A little sugary, but whatever. But you don't see Arizona iced teas like that in the can. There, the the lemon Arizona iced teas. You can you don't get them anywhere. You can't get them anywhere. And the chips, they got Zaps chips, Nick, which I have right here. I got the Zaps, the Voodoo, the Voodoo Heat chips, which are some of the best chips you can find. Just the chip selection is fantastic. I love this. I love that they have Zaps chips. I like Zaps chips in general. The ones we got, the varietals we got, were the barbecue ranch chips and the hotter and hot jalapeno chips. I know the Voodoo heater hotter, but I like the flavor of the hotter and hot jalapeno chips a little bit better. But the Voodoo heater great too. Yeah, that that they that they even offer Zaps is to their credit. And I think this is a thing you can say about a sandwich shop of like, you know, you they should have good chips on hand. It's good that they don't just have like the standard, you know, Lay's and Sun chips. They've got they've got some uh, some upscale stuff. Uh, or, or some higher end stuff. Uh, uh, Colt, did you did you get any chips? No, I'm not a chip man. And not a with, chip man. But well, wow. I mean, I mean, who doesn't like chips? But also, none of those like. All I go for like the baked ones. Like if if, if that if I can only get them, I wouldn't get a regular chip. Um, but I mean, take me to like a party and I'll eat every single chip in a bag. Like, but knowing that I can count the calories on the back, I yes. won't eat right. So, Colt, but, I gotta say, there's 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 a there's a hamburger aspect to you. Where you said that you used to steal, you used to steal pizzas from the football team, and you go mm. to a party, you're going to eat all the chips. You, there's a little hamburger aspect to you, of your. I think you're a food thief. A little, of course. <laughs> also, the calories and the fat don't count if I didn't buy it, and or the bag isn't there to to see that it's bad for me, <laughs> which is very sad. Uh, I, I, so I said to myself, my side is the soup. Is that the correct Got thing it. to say? Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. Okay. I think, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's fair. soup can absolutely be a side. Yeah. I mean, your classic, you get your soup, your salad, your, uh, and a ha- uh, or half sandwich soup or sa- soup salad. You get two pick two. I mean, I, I feel like that's a meal. And I got a, they also gave me a hat with my soup. They gave <laughs> you a hat. <laughs> Thank you, bitch. <laughs> you can't see, but he was laughing. They can hear my heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh I guess they could probably just hear my heavy breathing throughout the pod. <laughs> it's like a late uh, season Sopranos episode. 
I got uh, the voodoo, the voodoo heat chips, which I just opened up now. I also got myself a pickle, which I only opened up today. Uh, they wrap it in the in the in and basically just like the the sub wrap, and then they they put mm-hmm. it in a paper bag if you get it to go. Good Wait, pickles, the, the giant pickle, the giant pickle. They slice it up for you too, which I didn't realize. Wow. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the gi- I love would, a good pickle, but. Um, those giant pickles, whenever offered, are too intimidating for me. Yes, I agree. But I do love a good side pickle. Hey, intimidating to me too. I, 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 I they have to be. I mean, that you don't bite into them; they slice them up, so you, they're not like a big pickle bite. They're not, right. so they sh- you shouldn't be too intimidating. What, Nick? Nothing. You're smiling. No, nothing. It's fine. <laughs> All right, good piece of shit um gonna say like a gherkin is probably intimidating yeah yeah see i knew it but then when i say grain of rice it doesn't make any sense we've understood it it just took us a second a gherkin is not intimidating to me you fucking stupid alarm god damn it weiger when you call attention to the alarm it makes it harder to edit out oh that's very true Well, who gives a shit? You leave this in. You leave me fucking complaining about your alarm, which has gone off, which has gone off right now. It's going off again. It's going off consistently since the start of this bullshit. I was so excited to come on the podcast, and it's so sad that no one's going to listen to it. Everyone's turned it off now. The least listened to episode. Fuck. Don't worry. I'm going to cut out as much of that alarm as I possibly can. (laughs) She'll do her magic. Look, I like a I like a gherkin and I like a big old pickle. And these they slice these they slice these things up. They're not that intimidating. They slice them up into about five pieces. And a good I like mine to be a little bit more like a it you know, there's the sour pickles and then what's the what's like the non-sours or whatever? What's the other sweet pickles? I like mine to be like very vinegary. I like a I like okay. a good I get I like a good vinegar taste and like these are kind of like midway. You know what I'm talking about? What's a giant pickle cost? I think it was a. I think it was just a. I think it was a dollar. I think it was just a dollar for the big pickle. It's a good, which deal. is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the sides are fun. You know, I'm having a good time. I go out into my car. I eat this whole meal in my car. Yes. I didn't finish everything, by the way. I because I, I had the three half sandwiches and mac and cheese. I just I was just taking bites because I after I left Weigers, I actually went to T, I went to Tito's Tacos. Uh, with Ryan Perez, friend of the show, and Bug Main. Did I got you one... really go to Tito's Tacos? Yeah, I went to Tito's Tacos. Oh, the got... only thing better than a Tito's Taco is two, as their guess what? jingle goes. I only got one, because I, I knew I had to go down to Pop Belly, so I just oh, got, got one. Um, Waiting in that line for one taco. I know. Well, the Bug Main had never been there before, so it was, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was worth the trip. Got it. Drove down immediately afterwards down there, um... A very Irvine, very interesting spot. A lot of a lot of young, good-looking people. That kind of bothered me, uh, as I was fucking lumbering into Pop Ellie to get like six sandwiches and walk out. I didn't like. I didn't like it. I felt like I was being judged, Nick. They were all like, "We voted for the other team in the Real World Improv show." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you go do a set at the Improv? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, there, yeah, it's I, Orange Orange County is a fascinating place. It's a fascinating, very fascinating place. I ate in my car, and I realized that I didn't get a shake, and so I had finished up everything, and I was like, I gotta go in there and I gotta get a shake. I didn't get a shake. You went I back. Went, I went back in. 
I got myself an Oreo shake, Wags. They were out for me. Wow. Oh, no. Yep. Out of shakes in general? Out of Oreo, my go-to. Out of Not Oreo. Happy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, let's hear it. Why don't you rub it in my face, Mitch? That sucks. Because <laughs> let me tell you, they were like, we got extra Oreo. I was like, throw as much in as you want. Go crazy. <laughs> yeah, we stole them all from the Chicago <laughs> joint. Um, a very good Oreo shake. They put a little cookie on top of it. They put like a little uh, pot belly sh- cookie around the straw. Yes, and to be clear, not an Oreo cookie, a shortbread cookie. Ring a shortbread straw. cookie. Yes, yeah. and so so pot is famous for this. And like when I would go to pot my whole life, I would always like see that shake and be like, well, I can't have that. I'm not allowed to have that as an athlete. Mm. And today I I went for it with the, because I knew we were here. We were doing the podcast. Wow. I was like, you know what? Wow. I'm going to get that shortbread because I think I wanted the shortbread more than the shake. The one the, cookie on top. The, wow. very, the cookie on top is really good. It's a tasty little cookie. Here's my question for you. When I've seen it over the years, it's always the small one and it fits perfectly on the straw. Mm-hmm. But they gave me the big one and it wow. was it was like, like a Magnum condom on your dick, Mitchell. It just... <laughs> It just, Dear God, <laughs> it did not fit. It was it, there was a it was a loose it was it just a loose flopped over. I did it, it. Just felt so. I felt like I got shortchanged a little bit on that on the mm. on the cookie on the straw f- like fun of it. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. A, I mean, you got more cookie, which is great, but I, I don't know how big it's supposed to be because it wasn't like mine fit snugly around the straw. There was a little bit of wiggle room. Mine kind of fit pretty good on the straw because you got huh. the mini ones, right? Yeah, I got yeah, the mini. I got the, I the short one. shake. Yeah, they give me a no. I mean, a mini cookie, short cookie. Hmm. I don't. I don't know oh. what because I don't know what the size of the regular cookie is versus the See, other one. I got a regular shake, Nick, and so the the cookie fit, seemed to fit pretty pretty okay. fine on there. So this is what it. That, I think that's the difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got the vanilla short shake and the banana short shake. But sorry, Cole, did you say what flavor of shake you got? So I, I am such a cookies and cream guy. That is, and I was looking forward to it. I just got vanilla, but I got. I got the smoothie, which was non-fat mm. yogurt, and uh. and I watched him make it, and it was just essentially I think it was the non-fat yogurt and milk, and then something really fun happened to me because I'm a real stickler for the rules. Is I saw her fill it up, and it like there was about two inches left on the top, and she was like looking at me, deciding whether I would call her out <laughs> on it or not, <laughs> and I kept you know mask on, big eyes, being like. Mm. And she's then she like she took like a good three seconds. She's like, I'll make some more to fill it to the top. I was like, thank you very much. <laughs> now, knowing that I was only going to have like a little bit of it. Also, I wasn't going to have it all. I still made sure that she knew she had to. She couldn't, you know, half half smoothie me. I hey I there's a thing when you go and you get a, you get you get yourself a soda or something from a from a restaurant and then you open the lid and they didn't, they filled it about three quarters of the way up. That's right. not right. Nick, fill it all. You gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get what you paid for. Mm-hmm. I do like getting it to the brim. You want that brim feeling. You want the um, brim. I, I like the, I will say of the shakes, the banana shake had great banana flavor and not like an artificial, but like, it was like, like you could tell there's like a real banana in there. I was like, this mm. is, this is great. I, you know, and, um, Mean hey, approved. This, uh, I, I go bananas for this is minions. This is absolutely minion approved. 
yeah, 100, this is a banana short shake. And I got the, uh, and the vanilla one, you know, I say on the show that vanilla is a flavor. This was, had really great vanilla flavor as well. It was just, I thought it was, I thought it was delicious. I thought it was a, a it was a very, very high caliber fast food shake. Nick, how torn up are you that the Minion movie got delayed? It's probably the worst part about 2020 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to state that I, I have probably haven't had a shake and like while having just like the, you know, I took like two big swigs of it. It was so delicious, mm. but that's only probably because I don't have stuff like that that often. But it was so good. No, I, I, no, I, I don't I, think I, so. I, we I have shakes all the time. Uh, no, I was, I was thinking this that like Oreo shake has become such a thing that basically like it is like a, it is basically like a Coca Cola or something. You know what I mean? Like it's if, if it's like if different restaurants had different levels of Coke, which they do because we know that McDonald's has the best taste tasting coca-cola that there is but they do a really really good oreo shake it was really they did a great job with it it was tasty it was smooth i i i thought it was i thought it was really fantastic i i was happy that i went back in and got one so uh thumbs up to that i, I you know i'm all over the place i can't tell if this i i i, I like pop belly i i, I like it I, I i to say pop belly sucks Maybe that's a thing of you're too used to it and 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 you just become accustomed to it, you're spoiled with it, and and that's why you don't like it anymore. I remember when it came to Boston, there was one in there's one in Logan Airport, and then there's one in Braintree across from the mall. But to me it was like a level it's it's definitely a level above Subway. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. It's 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 definitely in that, but but is it a Quiznos? You know what I mean. Is it gonna is it gonna fade away like a Quiznos? I don't know. It seems like people like it. So, well, we should get to our final thoughts and and give our assessment. So, Colt, mm-hmm. you've listened to the show. Uh, you know the drill. But just to recap, we will each go around, give a closing argument, if you will, on this week's Jane Potbelly, and then end by giving it a fork score from zero to five. Colt, we'll begin with you. Uh, okay, I do want to make sure that I get in the rest of my order that I have. Oh, yes, please. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize there was Wager, anything missing. what in the fuck? <laughs> um, I had, I, I only, I, I stopped drinking diet soda, but I drink Zevia, which has uh, no mm. artificial. It has uh, Stevia in it. So I saw they had an IBC root beer. And like you said, Mitch, I, their drink selection has always been plentiful. And I remember drinking IBC root beers as a kid thinking like, look at me, I'm drinking beer. And I always thought it was cool. So like I got an IBC to have like a sip of it. It was cane sugar. It was delicious. As a as a person who doesn't drink alcohol, I felt that coolness again that I haven't felt in a while. Um, and I also had a small oatmeal cookie because they didn't have. It was like the tiny ones. I don't know if you guys noticed that they had little tiny ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I like a chocolate chip cookie. I I feel oat. Why are you giving me oats? Like I'm trying to eat bad here. Don't sneak yeah. in oats. Um, <laughs> So that, I mean, it was as good as it was going to get for an oatmeal cookie, I guess. Yeah. Um, on, okay. Everything I, I thought all the extras besides, I thought the sandwich was, was good to okay. I thought the extras were great. The, the soup was really good. Um, and the smoothie was, was fantastic. Uh, something we didn't get into is I guess, cause it's from Chicago that there would always be like open micers at Potbellies when I was really? younger. Really? Yeah. There's like a section for them to play like music. So not comedians. There's always musicians. And I always felt like kind of sad for them. <laughs> if that makes sense. It's a uh, tough gig. It's a very a tough gig. Yeah. Yeah. 
And in the one in Chicago where I used to go to all the time, there was like a second tier where like against the wall, there was like another wall against the wall. There was like a level and you could walk up the stairs and that's where they would play in this like upper tier. Um, Do you know what? This kind of explains why Dylan was my surfer. (laughs) (laughs) That's where he got Uh, to start. Maybe I'm I like it now. Okay. I'm on board. (laughs) So I would give it, uh, Three and two tines. Is that right? Tines? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's a that that's a partial s- fork. Is that like three fourths? That's three and a half. I think if we get two tines, we're thinking oh. of a four tine fork. It is a fourth. Okay, I would give it three and three tines. Three. Wow. Tines. Wow. Yeah. Just outside of the Golden Plate Club range. Uh, go ahead, Mitch. Well, this is uh, Popbelly's is an interesting one to me because. It hasn't been ruined really for me yet. You know what I mean? Like um, a lot of these other places have been ruined to me. Like Nick, like I just eat at them too much or we've had them through the show. I liked it, Nick. I I don't think that I don't think that Potbelly. I don't think Potbelly sucks. I think that's a kind of a crazy and I'll go through my phone and find out who said Potbelly sucks. And I I will. I think that's outrageous. Um, But also, I can't tell if it's like. I, I truly can't tell with this place if it's a golden plate place. I can't I I'm kind of I'm I'm feeling similar to Colt in that in that in that range. I like the fact that the hot peppers are they're they're the they're basically the the Chicago style, like the how do you say it? The Gier, Giordana or whatever it is? Giordano? Or or Gardiner? Oh that's Jar, Jar, yes, yes. Is, it, is that is that what the hot is that what the hot peppers are, right? It seems like that's yes, what they're hot so. are. Um but I was a fan. Everything was tasty. The the Italian sub, Dylan didn't steer me wrong. Even even the pizza sub, which I which which I thought was the one that I liked the least, was still tasty. It just was the the issue was, you know, the 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 issue was that the sauce just kind of felt a little bit felt a little bit old, but I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna hold hands with Colt here and go three point seven five forks. Wow, it's just it's just outside of the Golden Plate Club. I you know what I mean. I I I don't I don't know. I the the chip the chip and the chip and drink selection are great. The shakes are great. It almost I want to say four forks. You can say four forks. You don't have to say three three forks three times. You can say four. It's up to you. Four, four, all right, four forks. I'm going four. Four forks from the spoon man. I thought we were holding hands. I did. I I want to hold hands with you. You jumped away. But I, but I feel you let go of my hand. Hey, this is like the end of Titanic. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the forks. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. I was was so interested in seeing what that last (laughs) word would be. I'm off. I'm off the ship. The uh, potbelly, I will say, I get why people like it. I don't quite understand why people would dislike it. Soup was great. Mac and cheese, I'm not, I have no reason to ever get again. Sandwiches, I thought, were very, very good. Like, for me, so there's a Jersey Mike's very close to where we live. And I would go, if that was a potbelly, perhaps it's the novelty, Perhaps it's because it's new, but if that was a pot belly instead, I would go more frequently than I do to that Jersey Mike's. I, I feel that say and and for me, Jersey Mike's firehouse subs are like the 
one one a of the the premium you know fast casual sandwich uh, a sector right now. So I I would put Potbelly right there, and I would say that I you know I I think I, it's maybe a little bit better. I think the sandwich I think it's very very good. Uh, the chip selection is great. Shakes are very very legit. I think I'm gonna I think I'm going to hold hands with my co-host as opposed wow. to our guest and say I'm also gonna say four forks for Potbelly wow. Sandwich Shop. Because I, I think it's I think this is at least based on this experience. I'll have to have it again. But based on this experience, I think it is right at the threshold for being a member of the Golden Plate Club. You know what? With Colts with Colts score, Potbelly's is knock, knock, knocking on the Golden Plate Club door. <laughs> Is that a Dylan song? What? A knock it on heaven's door? No, yeah. it's Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Colt, you su- Colt sunk his own. You sunk your own restaurant. You sunk it. It's not Golden Plate. Hold on. Okay, let me change it. <laughs> I'm going to change no. it to three and a half forks. Wow! <laughs> wow, wow! A heel turn. We got a heel turn from Colt. <laughs> Knows how to work an audience. Uh, that, that was Potbelly. It's time for a segment. I got a food-related exam, and Mitch and Colt must compete for superiority. It's another edition of Slop Quiz. And hey, this week's theme, celebrity booze. Colt, I know wow. you said you don't drink, but I perhaps you can divine whose alcohol belongs to which celeb, or which celebs make which type of alcohols. I'll name a celebrity with an alcohol brand. You tell me what type of alcohol it is. Could be beer, wine, or spirit. Calm down, oh. Mitch. Not that type of spirit. Oh. Wow. Wow. I did that like it was on cue. <laughs> and for bonus points, say the specific type of spirit. So like vodka, tequila, and what happened. Slimer. <laughs> Could be Slimer, yeah. Slimer is an option. You know, the only the way I heard about your podcast yes. was through Jordan Morris and Jordan Jesse Go. Wow. wow. And they've been on a real Goggins kick over there. They've got Goggins yeah. has his own. I think it's a whiskey brand. Okay, I, I didn't know if you wanted to ruin it for me, but I'll know it now if you <laughs> if that's in the quiz. It's not one of the questions. <laughs> okay, Walt is Walt. Walt rules. Jo- Jordan Morris has a great a a, a you know great sort of uh, theory that I think has been upheld based on my experience, which is that every celebrity endorsed booze is good. Hmm, I don't know about that theory. They're like, all like, well, because they're all like premium spirits and they're all pretty good quality. I've, I've yet to have one where I've been like, oh, this, you know, this Sammy Hagar tequila, this isn't mm-hmm. up to par. They're all like, oh, no, these well, are all pretty good. My theory is every celebrity endorsed pasta by a professional wrestler is good. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Pasta Mania was so successful at the Mall of America. <laughs> all right. So I'll name the celebrity. You tell me what type of alcohol their brand or their brand is yes all right first up buzzing with your name pitbull mitch go ahead tequila tequila is not correct colt want to take a shot at it uh patron was that beeping that he's right i feel patron is is not a flavor <laughs> of alcohol you're 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 really you're really revealing that you are not a drinker which is <laughs> i think is good yeah, that's good. It's an unhealthy habit. Uh, the yeah, Patron is a is a type of tequila. You are both incorrect. Pitbull has a has a spirit which is a uh, Volley Vod- three hundred five vodka. Vodka. That's I knew brand. it was vodka. God. Wait, give me All the right. options again so I can write these down. 
Uh, you can just say beer, wine, or spirit. <laughs> what spirit? Oh, spirit is just any sort of liquor. We could have just said spirit? Yeah, you could have just said spirit. That's what I said. That was the rule. The rule is that you say spirit, and if you and you get bonus points if you say which type it is. I don't want to say spirit. By the way, how is that steakhouse in Japan, Colt? We never we, is it is it fantastic? I mean, it's good, uh, you know, because it's huge and free. Um, it's a, a lot of meat, a lot of meat. All right, sounds like I sort of play. Although there's there's a wrestler named Mister Danger who is a legendary wrestler from the FMW wrestling promotion who also has a steakhouse. And that is the steak that I prefer, but Ribera's is just more legendary. Wow. Doughboys does Japan. It's going to happen once we can travel again. So 2025. (laughs) And once you get hooked up with a sponsor. Yeah. (laughs) So never. All right. Pitbull was the first one. Next up, Kate Hudson. Colt. Damn. Go ahead, Colt. She seems like a wine lady. No. Mitch, you want to guess? Wow. Mitch. Yes. Spirit. You are correct. She has a vodka, King Street vodka. Wow. Curveball with the second curveball. with the second question. A, look, there are curveballs throughout this, so just get ready. All right. All right, next up. Rocker John Bon Jovi. Uh Colt. Yes. Uh, he feels like a real wine girl. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. John Bon Jovi has Hampton Water Rosé. Hey, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Good guess. I've, I, I felt that too, Cole. Good that was guess. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good knowledge. Thank you. <laughs> All right, wait. I forgot the score. You, you each have one, right? Uh, yes. Okay, great. Sure. All right, great. It's knotted up at one apiece. Next up, Marilyn Manson. Mitch. Yes. Beer. Not beer. Fuck, it's fucking spirits. You know what? Colt. Yes. (gasps) Wine. Yes. Is it red wine? Not wine. He has a spirit. He has his Mansynth absinthe. Oh, God. I knew it was. See, like when Colt said wine, that made like if he had like a red wine, like he's a bit of a Dracula or whatever. I, yeah, I, I thought he had uh, bibs out, ribs out. <laughs> <laughs> His rib company. <laughs> All right. Moving on to someone to another celebrity who can perform auto fellatio famously. Will Wheaton from Star Trek The Next Generation. Colt. Go for it. He's a beer man. You are yeah. correct. He That's... has Stone Farking Wheaton Woot Stout. That is his brand. What? That's what it's called. Stone Farking Wheaton Woot Stout. So it's like Stone an internet farking? humor thing. Oh. Yeah. Involves fark.com, which used to be a big uh, aggregator site. Hmm. All right. Next up, Chris Noth, a.k.a. Big on Sex and the City. Mitch. Yes. Wine. No, not wine. Fuck. Cold. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say spirit. You are correct. Chris Noth has a Fuck. tequila brand called Ambar. All right. Next, my fellow Long Beach Poly High alum, Cameron Diaz. Uh, Colt. Yes. She thinks she's a real one of the guys beer girl. Wow. Good guess, but incorrect. Ah, Mitch. Wow. Mitch. Um, hmm. Wine. 
You are correct. She has an organic wow. wine brand called Alvaline. All right, Cole has three. Mitch has two. Three answers. Le- three questions left. I think Cole has four. I have three, but that's fine. Is that correct? Okay. Four to three. Next up, <laughs> Ludicrous. Mitch. Yes. Spirit. That's right, Mitch. That's right. He has a cognac brand called Conjure. Conjure is kind of spirit esque. It is very spirit. Yeah, it is very spirit adjacent. Or also like a like a very magical. Hmm. All right, two left. I rode by his house, ludicrous. How exciting! I, I rode went, right on the on the lake in Georgia. I once went to a party with him. Maybe. Whoa! Wow. I had a much cooler. I had a friend who was in the NFL, and I didn't belong at these parties, but I would go. <laughs> Damn! That's it. Stinks that your stories. Only second place cool to mind with me <laughs> rowing by his house. All right, we have two left. It's do, all do we, do we, did, did we ever tell the did we, did we ever talk about how Stefan Marbury was the birthday boy's neighbor? And I don't know if we did. He had like a he had like a summer home in LA next to where you guys were renting. Or not you guys, and, but yeah, the where the birthday boys house. Five was out of seven forever. members of the birthday boys were were lived there lived there. And um he like as like he went around and like told the neighbors that he was having like a like a big party and uh like told the you know there was like a thing in the birthday boys mailbox and they went up there because it was like you're welcome but it was more to be like like hey we're having a party and all the birthday boys went up there and they were they were like um what wh- like what are you doing here and they're like we came for the party and they're like oh it's like an all white party you need to be dressed in all white like trying to make them not be able to come and they were like, okay. And they went home and they all put on like <laughs> they all put on like white t-shirts and white pants. And they went up back to the house and they were like, All right, fine, you guys can come into <laughs> the party. And it was the birthday boys with like a bunch of NBA players all hanging out at Stefan Marbury's house Man. with them not wanting them to be there. It was great. <laughs> Such a Dutton move. Love it. All right, two left. You that's not cool. It's very cool. Crashed a it party. It it's was a party not, dude move. It was not cool at all. They're wearing like t-shirts. They're That's wearing cool like as hell. Hanes t-shirts and looked like shit. Van Wilder would do that same thing. Van Wilder sucks. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds also has a celebrity alcohol. He has a he has his aviation gin. Oh, I thought so this was gonna go. lead into the question. All right. Let's, uh, not, do, not let's do it. All right, two left. Kind of a kind of the uh Ryan Reynolds of animation, John Lasseter from Pixar. <laughs> hmm, Reynolds is a big hugger. <laughs> gotta check. I gotta check Reynolds next time I see him. See if he's got a diaper on. Um, you could go in. You want to try this first? I don't even know who that is. It's John Lasseter. Yes, it's John Lasseter. Okay, Mitch. Yes. I'm gonna go beer, not beer. Well, I Colt. Go for it. Uh, wine. Colt, you are correct. Yes. Wow. He has his own wine varietal, Lassiter Chemin de Fer Red. All right, one left. Mitch, you can knot it up. Colt, you can win outright. Hansen. Mitch. Go, Mitch. Beer. No. They're too young. <laughs> Colt. I regret to inform you that Mitch is correct. What? They have a beer brand, Mmm Hops. Oh, that makes sense. 
Does it wow. make sense? I don't know. <laughs> mm, hops. Well, hey, you guys are in the hand-holding club for the segment. You came up with the exact same score and ended in a tie. Colt, there's only one way we can settle this. Go on. An improv off? An improv battle. (laughs) (laughs) Two one-man improv shows. (laughs) Just what everyone wants. One man Herald team versus another one man Herald team. (laughs) We will take this to a comedy sports Zoom call. We will do short form games. Oh, God. (laughs) Dear Lord. That sounds better than Doughboys. (laughs) Just like a restaurant with value feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today we have an email from Dan Padley. Dan writes, Chips and salsa is one of my favorite snacks and has ruined many dinners to me due to my ability to stop, inability to stop eating them as an appetizer or after work snack. My question is, what's your ideal tortilla chip shape? Oh, fuck. What's your ideal what? (sighs) My question is, what's your ideal tortilla? Ah, fuck. Turn into Mitch. (laughs) My question is, What's your ideal tortilla chip shape? I have a soft spot for Tostitos rounds, but have recently been on a strip kick. On the flip side, I think these scoops are overrated. Happy dipping. Colt, what do you think? You're a man who will take a whole uh, bowl of chips to the dome at a party. What, how do you, what, what form factor do you like for your chips if you're going to have some, some dips with them? Yeah, is, 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 I got a question. Is there a form of tortillas that are better to shove in your pockets as you're stealing them <laughs> from a party? <laughs> You know, as a man who has flown uh, nowhere near the amount of John Hodgman, but uh, 1.5 million miles on United Airlines, uh, recently they've started giving these little bag of chips with like mini tortilla triangles, very mini, and they are Mm. awful. Um, Not a good chip. Oh, no. Not a good chip. They're so small. Um, So my first thought was essentially it was like the big Frito. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's kind of like a high lie, a high mm. like a high lie thrower, which is kind yes, of yes. a mixture of a scoop and a strip, mm-hmm. without like the rigid outside. Like the scoop has like the weird cup, whatever it is on the end. Um, mm. So that would be my go-to. It's kind of a hybrid of uh, strip and scoop. That's a good answer. I I and I just want to say with with Dan, I feel your pain. I, I for for. Colt and I both agree that a lot of times I've had a lot of dinners ruined and I and I've yeah. and I've stuffed myself on just, chips and salsa is a great first of all it is a great snack it's a great thing to have when you're watching a game or something it's a, it's it's fantastic there and especially if you got like a restaurant style salsa I'm oh, I'm, in, I'm in heaven I love it you get it all as you go to a good Mexican restaurant and it's just like you're getting that you're getting those baskets of chips with that that fresh house salsa for free. Ah, how heavenly is that? And yeah, I will I will definitely fill up on that before a meal. But go on, Mitch. Well, you know, a lot of Q conspiracy people are going to start thinking that I'm a Freemason, but I'm a triangle guy, Nick. I like the triangle. Uh, why are you making a face? What do you think Q is? Hey, what it QAnon? What are you, <laughs> Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, and Phil Jackson all have in common? <laughs> I I like the triangle. Is it wait what? Oh, the triangle <laughs> offense. You, there you. you go. Well played. It took me a second. Um, 
But you know what? Even more than that, I like my chips shapeless. I think that the like original Tostitos, which are I think there are a lot of triangles in them, but the, they're just kind of shapes. They're just like a whatever shapes they came out of the oven. You know what I mean? Uh, that that to me is that's that's where I go with my with my tortilla chip. Um, but I think triangle. I think I think the classic triangle to me is is the best. And if not. Just kind of like what comes out of the bag. I don't know quite what you mean. Like, what do you like? Like, I I don't think of chips having like a variety pack where they they're just like they're it's just not, random shapes. I get they're it. Just it's, irregular. It's just a you get yeah. what you get. You get what you get. There's like okay. there's some, there's some there's some tortilla chips that aren't specifically triangles either. They're just kind of like blobs. So just like a regular like like random assortment of like a lucky charm style. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to get in here. You, you you get what you get. Yeah, it's not a specifically fun shapes, but mm. if anything, the triangle. Give me the me and Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, the thing we have in common, Wags, the fucking triangle. And the Freemasons. The Freemasons like the triangle, don't they? Don't forget Tex Winder. Uh the architect of the that offense. Did you have to look that up, Weiger? No, I knew that. Okay. But I did have to look up what the Hialai uh, handheld device is. It's called a Sesta. How about that? I do like that Frito scoop. Mm-hmm. The that is that actually works really well. It's it's great for dipping. I don't like the Tostitos scoops at all. Yeah. I just want to say fuck you for that comment. <laughs> I don't like the Tostitos scoops because the I, do, I they're like little bowls. Weiger, your fucking alarms ruined everything. I hate you. <laughs> I have no control over when they're going to test the fire alarm in the building. They've been doing it all fucking day. I'm trying my best to work around it. The alternative would have been a rescheduling this record. That's no, that doesn't work either. It should have just Look. been me and Colt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the scoops, the 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 little bowls, the Tostitos bowls, I just like they feel very artificial to me. They feel like processed. I just I don't I can't get my head around them. Mm. I, I I'm I'm a triangles first. I'm a strips guy second, and then after that, I mean the rounds, the circles. I don't love the I don't love this the fucking. Uh, I don't love the circles that much. I don't think they're great for dipping. There, there, there is a process feeling to those, but I will say that this the scoops they are easier to scoop salsa. I mean, there is no doubt about it. Yeah, I just like I give me a little bit more challenge, and also you can end up with too much salsa in those Tostitos rounds, as opposed to the Frito scoops, which I think have a better uh, chip to dip ratio. You don't think that those dip. are processed though? Like I think I think I think I think strips a lot of the times also feel that the same way. So Fritos to me, I always I already think of as super processed. I guess I think mm-hmm. of tortilla chips a little differently. When you say processed, do you like in my head I meant you meant like it's like you try too hard making those scoops. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I guess I, <laughs> I mean like, yeah, we I want get low it, effort food only. Look, look. Yeah. <laughs> Stop showing <laughs> off. <Right. laughs> No, I know it's 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 just like the same. Uh, hey, back to cornmeal. I know it's the same sort of uh, base as the other ones, but just for whatever reason, that little the fact that it's in that shape makes it fe- seem more artificial to me. I'll shout out one specific thing. There's a there's a small chain Supermax, which is primarily in Long Beach, California. That mm. they'll basically just they'll take like a whole like corn tortilla and then just deep fry that. Um, and then give it to you as as their chips, and then you just kind of break them off into your pieces on your uh, on your own. And I know there are other places that do that, but man, it is delightful. It works really, really well, and it's a lot of fun if you're a kid or a four, yeah, or a forty year old man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who am I kidding? 
I have the time of my life eating that. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Colt Cabana, thank you so much for being here. What a delight. Well, you'll, you'll have to come back at a time where we're not uh, completely derailed by my, my annoying fire alarm. Uh, but thank you so much for being here. Anything you would like to plug at this time? Uh... Great to be here. Uh, I've been listening. I love the show. So cool uh, to see you live and then to come on the podcast. Please invite me back whenever you'd like. Uh, Of course, I am here to promote AEW, All Elite Wrestling, every Wednesday night on TNT. And this Saturday, September 5th at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, we have a huge pay-per-view, which I will be a part of where I am wrestling with the Dark Order versus the Friends of Cody Rhodes. Um, You can get that wherever you get pay-per-views, alleliterestling.com. Also, uh, my podcast is the Art of Wrestling podcast, and I've been doing it for 10 years. Now it's like just kind of in seasons, and a new season starts September 15th. So please subscribe to that where you subscribe to podcasts. Also, I have a Twitch slash Colt Cabana where I do Jackbox games, and then we just do wrestling answers, and I've, I've been really enjoying it. And um, I have a children's book and I have a documentary about comedy wrestling because that's kind of what I do. I'm a pro wrestler who does comedy and I mix it all together. And uh, all that stuff's available at coltmerch.com, Twitter and Instagram at Colt Cabana. That rules. Awesome. Check all that out. Check it out. to have you here. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. AEW has been so has been so great during uh, during all this. And you guys have done it the right way. And it's been really fun to watch. And uh Colt, you're a funny guy and you're extremely athletic. It's it's uh it's the people like you that put you should put Wiger and I out of business. We should just <laughs> fucking crawl into holes in yeah. the ground. What am I bringing to the table? Uh, I'm 0 for two. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes me a real star at the stand-up comedy softball team. <laughs> <laughs> the old the old rock jock. Yes. And I, <laughs> I I'd like to apologize to you guys. Uh, I'm sorry I can't make the uh, I probably won't make the wrestling dirt sheets with what I say uh, in this episode. I know <laughs> you guys got a big bump from old Joey Janela. <laughs> yeah, there's a maybe they'll talk about how you like strips as opposed to circles <laughs> for when it comes to tortilla chips. Um, that's OK. Uh, we, we, we loved having you on. You got to come back when Wiger's alarm isn't going nutty. It's true. I. I Please and thank you. And yes, and. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check us out on Patreon. Join the Golden Plate Club for an extra episode every Tuesday, the Doughboys Double, which you can listen to on your favorite podcast app. Or join the Platinum Plate Club and get access to our Discord server, the Doughscord, to connect with fellow Dough fans and me. And Mitch, subscribe for the price of a combo meal only at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are available in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.